0: What can I say? I'm a spy. <laughs> you bastard! Light! son of a bitch! Sorry, honey. Oh, don't you call me, honey! You don't ever get to call me, honey! again! you understand me, you bitch? Absolutely. This time you can count on me. Promise? Trust me. So basically you're lying your ass off the whole time. See, I couldn't do that. <laughs> what are you, a boy scout? No, nah. no, Think of it as playing a role. It's fantasy. I mean, you got to work on their dreams. Get them out of their daily suburban grind for a few hours. What about their husbands? Dickless! I mean, let's face it. If they took care of business, I'd be out of business. You know what I mean? <laughs> Those idiots. <laughs> You're a damaged goods lady. Did
1: you tell her about us, Harry?
0: There is no us, you psychopathic bitch. Is there anything you want to tell me before we start? Yeah. I'm going to kill you for your son. Nice. How exactly? First I'm going to use you as a human shield. Then I'm going to kill this guard over there with a Patterson troke on the table. And then I was thinking about breaking your neck. And what makes you think you can do all that? handcuffs. Mm. I've picked them.
2: Welcome to Sweep Delay Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike Mac McMissounis. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing great, guys. Welcome back. And with me, of course, what is up? America's co-host. I haven't called you that in like forever. What's up? Very good rabbit. How's it going, sir?
1: <laughs> I'm doing well. Getting, getting a bunch of nicknames, man. The, the Count of Monte Fistos next. <laughs>
2: yeah dude i love your uh what'd you do you took a poll the other day and you're like even in these stupid polls i'm america's co-host
1: yeah i took you know all those endless buzzfeed quizzes whatever and yeah i got robin I, <laughs> and my guy ian's like even even in this universe you're america's co-host
2: oh man that's good <laughs> it's true though i ended up getting spider-man i don't know sure I, I don't know. I was hoping for
1: Batman, but I love the I'm a sucker for all those stupid quizzes. I, I'm one of those guys that clogs up your news feed with those.
2: Yeah, it's true. It's okay oh well.
1: Deal Spe- with it. Speaking of
2: clogging news feeds, you got some craziness going up on yours that we'll talk about shortly, sir. All right. <laughs> I can't wait for it. But But uh, we are back, sir, to uh, kind of have a part two discussion of the return of uh, Mr. Arnold and James Cameron. I'm kind of looking forward to this episode, sir. So am I. And uh, I thought we had really a a big, fun time on the last episode. It's cool to close out the chapter of the Indiana Jones uh, series. And uh, it's exciting to move into our voting now, man. Uh, We got some movies that people voted on, and it's time to get busy, man. I can't wait, sir. It's going to be a fun couple of months, man. That's what I'm saying. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we roll into true life, should we roll into uh, some movie and music news, sir? Yes, sir. Let's do it.
0: Check it out. What I needed to hear wasn't coming in clear, and what I need- know
2: only partial info I speak over tempo to put words into motion you can't stay stagnant with the future that's approaching so where do you stand and see the break or be broken forget dry land I'd rather stand in the ocean and let the waves of the
0: ocean roll over me irony I had to suffocate before I could breathe now I'm in a headspace I've never been before Ever since my feet hit the shore I tell you boy, it feels good So give me some more I say, it feels good Well it's a bit passionate for your radio But that's all I know It's good for your soul And it feels good to be out of control I said it
2: All right, sir. So for uh, movie news today, I actually have a lot of TV news that I want to talk about and some music news. But uh, for movie news, I actually don't have a whole lot of anything, but I know you said you had something. So what do you got for me, sir? Uh,
1: yeah, I don't have a lot because I'm full, fully unprepared as always. Um, <laughs> the one thing I got, which I thought was pretty cool just for me, is the uh, they're making... The, uh, the new Fletch movie, which is, for me, I love the two Fletch movies, the original Fletch movies. And so they've been talking for years about how they're going to make Fletch 1. And uh, for the longest time, Jason Lee, uh, you know, from the view universe and from, uh, what was his show? My Name is Earl, right? Yeah. Was kind of tabbed to be Fletch, take over the franchise from Chevy Chase. That fell by the wayside, and today they announced that Jason Sudeikis from Saturday Night Live and from the movie We're the Millers is going to play Fletch in the new movie, and I love it. I think he is perfect for that, and I'm excited to finally get Fletch 1 in the movie theaters.
2: Wow. I guess we can add that to the list, sir, because I ain't seen those movies
1: either. You've never seen Fletch? Heck no, sir. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Fletch is one of those movies that I used to quote on a daily basis.
2: You know, Chevy Chase, I'm just kind of like... I'm kind of 5050 with the guy, you know sure. like I really I really think he's funny in uh, National Lampoon's vacation. Uh, I, I like in the movie with John Candy, what is it? the spy spies like us? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of like, ah, that one's all right. Nope. Uh, and then there's other times where I'm just like he's so annoying. So like when I saw Fletch, I was kind of like, ah, eh, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. I never got around
1: to it. I love Fletch. I love Fletch Lives almost as much.
2: So it's supposed to be, I mean, Chevy Chase for you, he's, you know, is he hit or miss or is he solid most of the time?
1: (laughs) Okay, so early Chevy Chase, I thought was really solid. I loved him in his romantic movies with Goldie Hawn. Uh, I loved him in his early 80s movies, you know, through Caddyshack and all the stuff that he did with the SNL guys. Right. And then he kind of got overexposed because he is kind of, a one trick pony and he kind of got overexposed and yeah, it just kind of fell off. And I've loved seeing him come back and kind of get his renaissance with community. Um, but yeah, I, I would agree with you. That's a fair assessment of him.
2: But in regards to your Fletch news though, I really like this guy, you know, uh, yeah. we're the Millers man. I'm telling you was such a genuine surprise for me last year. I mean, obviously, you know, it hit my list for movies last year and I just, I could not get over how much, how, how funny, And how well written that movie was, you know, and I thought it was going to be a stupid comedy. But that guy really, I mean, man, he was so funny. And I think that guy is really, really talented. I really enjoy that guy.
1: Yeah, and I think he's perfect because Fletch, the character of Fletch is just this wisecracking, got a dry, dry, you know, wit to him. But he's very witty and just kind of fast talking. And that's that is Sudeikis to a T. So it's gonna be good. Hey man, Jason Sudeikis got he got some good taste in ladies
0: too.
1: I mean, know who his wife is, but well done.
2: What What do you mean?
1: He's married to Olivia Wilde.
2: Oh my gosh, are you serious? Yeah, man. Oh man, dude. He yeah. He's got like man. That's a home run. Wouldn't that be a grand slam? Maybe works for me. oh man i i love it what is it the other a few episodes ago we started doing drug or rehab news yes yeah. i was like what should we call this segment here uh talking about other people's wives i don't know uh, let's just not have that <laughs> as
1: a segment <laughs> talking about other people's wives. Oh
2: man, good times. All right, sir, so let's roll into some music news. So, uh here is the deal. Uh on the top 10 list in iTunes this week. I'm pretty excited because usually in the top 10 singles, I'm kind of like hit or miss with these. Most of them are kind of like crappy You know the ones I'm like, yeah, this should be higher, this should be lower, but this one's pretty solid for me. Now, uh, number 10 is actually kind of funny Kind of relates to my next story with you uh, You know People know my hatred For Lord's uh, Royals How I, I hate that song With the passion I think it's utter trash And then But I also said though That she has I'm waiting for a song For her to turn me around And then I hear Team And I was like This is a 9 out of 10 This is everything That's the complete opposite Of of royals and her voice and everything about that song is fantastic. Now you, sir, uh, you just posted this scary ass picture on Facebook of some clown. And then you told me it's related to Mr. Uh, to miss Lord and, and team. So why don't you explain yourself, sir, on who (laughs) this clown is? So when our friends take a look, they don't get freaked out.
1: Right. So (laughs) first off, I think, Lord, I am impressed with her. I think she's a really good songwriter. Um, but so there's I I have this what I was telling you earlier I have this really uh really crazy obsession right now with this guy Puddles the Clown <laughs> um and you may have seen him on YouTube he's kind of started to become this kind of YouTube sensation recently but I am fully invested in this guy man I can't get enough of him and what he is is he's this clown he's a 7 foot tall guy it, full clown outfit. He doesn't talk at all. He, he is, carries around a briefcase and a lantern. His name is Puddles the Clown. and But what he does do is he sings. And this guy has the most incredible voice I've ever heard. He has this operatic baritone voice and he sings these covers. And most recently, his, big, his two big covers that he's done have been both Lord songs. He did Royals, which was an incredible version. And then he just came out with his with his version of team mm-hmm. and he does it through this group called post postmodern jukebox, which is this guy who has all these people come in and they, they have a channel on YouTube and they, he they, he just gets these great uh, musicians together in his living room and they do like they cover new songs, like lady Gaga songs and all this only through different things. Like say it's a 1920s ragtime version of this song or all these cool things, but puddles, the clown, Did a version of Team, which to me is the definitive version of this song. It is the greatest. I cannot stop singing it. So I'm online. I'm following this guy doing stuff. I'm trying to, man, I'm hoping he comes around sometime. You know, he kind of travels around with different things. It's the best. So Puddles the Clown, the clown with the golden voice is my crazy new obsession. And his version of Team is must be heard.
2: So what you're saying is, is on the next Underground Hour episode, it's got to be at least my number one of the night. <laughs> sure. That's, that's what you're saying, right? Okay.
1: I, I, I listen to it five times a day, so, you know, right. play it as much as you want.
2: I am actually excited to check this out because, like, the Miley Cyrus, uh, We Can't Stop, How Much I Hate That Song, and then this uh, this, like, 1950s band remade it and it was just phenomenal it was it was like one of my favorite songs of 2013 and i can't stand the original so i really like team that's a nine out of ten for me so i'm really excited to check out this version especially since you love it so much but i do uh now in regards to royals let me say this everybody has heard my hatred on this song however compared to this next song i'm going to talk about i would love to listen to royals all day if i never have to hear this song ever again in my life (laughs) Have you heard the number 7 song on this list Called Selfie by the Chainsmokers Probably not This song is utter garbage dude
1: It's it's
2: all about like this blonde It's got this like techno music about how she wants to take a selfie and it's, it's it reminds you of that stupid i'm a fox song
1: what does the fox say
2: yeah that song oh man <laughs> those are like the two worst songs ever man i'm telling you well <laughs> nothing is worse than come on Eileen. but oh.
1: hey ho, come on dude i ha- oh Mm-mm. you don't like dexies i hate All right, Mike. oh there's a disconnection i gotta go sorry <laughs> Come on. Come on, Eileen's a great song. I hate that song, sir. You might be wrong.
2: Hey, man, we got to disagree sometimes, man.
1: That's a great song.
2: We can't agree on the monkeys all the time. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
2: But there is a song I really dig. It's number two. It's called All of Me by John Legend. Have you heard this song, man? Yep. song is awesome, man. I love the lyrics. I love the stripped down, just artistry of this guy, man. Really good stuff.
1: Yeah, it's John Legend, man. The guy just... He's a musician. Yeah.
2: And unfortunately, number one is Happy from uh, Despicable Me 2. I like Simfero, but I think All of Me should easily be number one over Happy. I mean, Happy is just kind of annoying. You know what I'm saying? Because it's everywhere?
1: Yeah. I love the song. And I, I, got a special, I got a little attachment to that song personally. But um, You mean Happy? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not a bad song. I'm just saying All of Me should be over Happy. That's all I'm saying. All right, then. But Dark Horse, number three, Katy Perry. What do you think, sir?
1: Well, it's Carrie Perry, so I'm I'm on. I'm, yeah, I like it.
2: I I really dig this one. The rap in the at the end is a little bit, you know. I could kind of take it or leave it. It's kind of like when Jennifer Lopez did the rap version of her last single, where she ended up doing without no rap in it. I like it when artists do that, where you can either get it with the rap or without the rap, you know. But
1: kind of like when Paul Abdul had the version without MC's Scat Cat. That's no fun. Yeah,
2: that version not good at all. So. <laughs> Uh, So, sir, in regards to movie music news, that is it. I have a lot of TV news, so should we get into some TV news, sir?
1: Oh, they call that the the movie of the small screen. (laughs) (laughs) Let's, Let's just do it.
2: That was bad, man. I don't know. That was terrible.
1: You're too much TV. That's what my mother tells me. Oh man! You can just edit out <laughs> half the things I say. It would probably, oh man,
2: do people love the stuff I edit out though? throughout it in the episode.
1: <laughs> Some of it should just be edited, just because.
2: Oh. all right, sir. So in regards to TV news, man, um, today the official first photo came out of the Flash, man. Oh. Now I know, sir, you are behind an arrow, which right. which sucks. But it's a fantastic season. It's it's just great. We're getting the Suicide Squad. Uh, introduced this week and we see you know he had two episodes in Arrow and you know I know you haven't had a chance to see this guy yet but his costume looks fantastic and it should because the same guys that created the Arrow costume created this one
1: yeah I dig the look on it
2: yeah and I think you'll really like the guy playing him you know he's just he's just the right amount of kind of dork but cool at the same time, he does a great balance of it. I'm very.
1: I that same way all the time.
2: <laughs> More like me, sir. You know, I am <laughs> Spider Man after all. On that, uh, you know that. <laughs> you stupid...
1: you were called a dork earlier today by Danny. Oh yeah, it's true.
2: What <laughs> what can I say? You know, there's there's a certain shirt that came out. What does it say uh, in regards to Ghostbusters? Back... Trust
1: me, I'm a podcast.
2: Yeah, you know, and of course I I tagged you and Jason in, and it, it got real funny real fast and uh yeah danny was kind of mad at me that i didn't put him in the post but he hasn't been ripping on me lately so what do you expect you know he kind of forgot about me so why am i going to remember him you know
1: mm. he says he's has hopefully got... he'll pick it up in the next episode of film and focus
2: yeah i can't wait man plug. yeah <laughs> check out the next episode for the oscar challenge winners and yes. let's see if you went ahead and played let's see where you rank can't wait for that
1: i can't wait this is a free plug jason <laughs>
2: We know you listen, sir. Okay, sir. So CBS announces today mm-hmm. uh, some orig- uh, some renewals happening, which I'm pretty excited about. Under the Dome is one of the shows. They got renewed. Uh, I'm pretty pumped up about, of course, Criminal Minds, Big Brother, CSI. They're all back. Of course, we got Big Bang Theory, The Millers, Elementary, um, Mike and Molly, Mom, Under the Dome, Criminal Minds. Uh, those are the ones that got announced today. Uh, are there any shows that you've heard that you're, like, really pumped up that you heard early renewal on? Like, I, I heard Arrow and Supernatural, they got early renewals. I'm pretty excited about. What about you, sir, on your side of TV?
1: Um, the only one, and I, I I think this was, I don't know if this was just a rumor, if it was announced, but I heard that, um, NBC already picked up the blacklist. That's a big one for me.
2: Oh, yes, I did hear that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, because that's... Probably my favorite new show of the year.
2: Now that's the one with... uh, James Spader. James Spader, yeah. So good. I haven't checked it out, man, but it it looks really, really good. What's the premise to that one?
1: Uh, He is a criminal mastermind, like top of the FBI's Most Wanted list, and he comes walking into their headquarters... And turns himself in and says, you can bust me, you can, you know, sentence me, or I can help you find a bunch of the guys that you've been looking for. And he uses the FBI to basically take out his competition, and he has immunity. But he's still out being the criminal mastermind. It's so, so well written, and he plays a very convincing, almost Hannibal Lecter type. Excellent. Really calm, collected, but just scary.
2: Speaking of which, okay, I don't watch Hannibal, right? But Mm -hmm. we were flipping through the TV, and for some reason, we left Hannibal on. And there was this sequence where there was multiple people. uh, I'm sure you've heard of the human centipede, right, where people are are put together. I've seen it several times. (laughs) You would, too. And there are people that were laying around naked, and they had their genitalia removed. And they were showing this on television. I was kind of shocked.
1: Did this is be- like a fever dream I've had.
2: <laughs> I was kind of shocked. Now, of course, I'm not talking they actually showed it being removed, as in they just did faraway shots of people naked, but they kept it there, and I was like, huh. And it's because of the fact that there was nothing to show. And I was like, wow, imagine how TV is going to be in 10 years. I mean, this is like NBC we're talking here. I think that's the channel. And the years ago,
1: there was a controversy when Rick and Laura Petrie wanted to share one bed instead of sleeping in two beds in their room. Yeah, right. I'm telling Craziness. you, man. And uh,
2: the final bits of early renewals, uh, of course, the following on Fox got renewed. Uh, Glee, Sleepy Hollow, and Bones, uh, and, of course, New Girl, unfortunately, has been renewed. Yeah. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and the mini project as well. So... Cool. I can keep not watching them. I hear you. Now, the final bit of uh, TV news, sir, which is related because it is TV, but I, I'm just curious, sir, uh, where you are standing at this point in time because we don't have a chance to talk about this much. But, you know, I do a wrestling podcast, Face vs. Seal, with my friend Ryan. It's good times. Mm-hmm. And uh, the WWE Network went live last week. Uh, I had a lot of problems with it. But, mm-hmm. of course, that's probably because millions upon millions of people were streaming stuff and wrestlemania 30s coming up in just a few uh very very soon couple weeks nope uh do you have the wwe network sir what do you think because i because honestly with the content they're giving me there's not a lot i'm kind of disappointed but at the same time i know that crap is going to be added if not daily i'm giving it the benefit of the doubt where are you at with this network sir
1: yeah i kind of yeah i've been having some issues with it myself and you know, I was expecting more to be on there initially, but, I mean, it is a massive ton of stuff. So I'm sure they want to get people in, get people hooked. They'll start, much like much like Netflix streaming is, things will come on, things will go away, you know. It, I'm expecting it to kind of be a rotating group of of things you can stream, but there's, there's still a lot of stuff on there. I'm just hoping that all the bugs are worked out in the next couple of weeks.
2: I hear you. I did have major bugs. I had major lag times, so yep. on and so forth. Now I, I don't seem to have that. I do really enjoy the countdown stuff, you know, the top ten entrances, the top ten catchphrases. I really enjoy that show. It's very well produced. It's got a lot of great content to it. You can tell they took their time on it. I really enjoy that. I like the, you know, the pre-shows, the after-shows. I think that's really fun. I like how the main event now is now streaming live for you to watch, I think it's pretty cool. Overall though, I'm hoping for more content, but I'm kinda glad I'm not spending $60 on WrestleMania. Um, you know, it, it's not turning out to be the grand thing it's supposed to be, but after last night's RAW, it is going to be an awesome main event now that we're finally going to get, which was predicted, you know, it's kinda predictable, but the way it, that it was executed, was brilliant i don't know did you watch raw last night sir i did not but uh, I, I
1: saw all about it
2: so sir with that being said uh with the ww network i'm kind of you know i'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt i'm excited for it but i think that's it sir for tv news unless you had anything man i think we should roll into a review of true lies what do you think
1: let's get right at it
2: all right well let's get into our review of
0: true lies how'd it go at the convention honey a the picket of the show. It's fantastic. It's, I love the computer business.
1: For 15 years, Harry Tasker's been leading a double life.
0: Mr. President, one of our best men is inside. Transmitting now. Right on time.
2: I don't believe I've met you before.
0: Rehnquist. Harry Rehnquist. Listen to the following code word Helen. H E L E N. Now. They're about to collide. What's your exit strategy? I'm gonna walk right out of the front gate. May I see your invitation, please? Sure. Here's my invitation. Oh, yeah, that worked good. Right out of the old front gate. Can you that's... me back a second. Mr. Tasker's office. Hi, it's Helen. Is he in? Mm-hmm. How is in a sales meeting, Mrs. Tusker? It's not like he's saving the world or anything. See, this is the problem with terrorists. They're really inconsiderate when it comes to people's schedules. Can you press the button for the top floor, please?
1: Hi, Helen. Harry forgot something back at the office.
0: Whenever I can't sleep, I just ask him to tell me about his day. Six seconds on my map. Maybe it's just that you're not in touch with your feminist side. Harry! What are you doing here? wouldn't believe me if I told you. You know what this is? It's a snow cone maker. Is it a water heater? From James Cameron, director of Aliens and T2. Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a Soviet Murph-6 from an SS-22M launch vehicle.
2: it is have you ever killed anyone
0: yeah but they were all bad the true lies what can i say i'm a spy
2: this feels like sequel to our other episode terminator 2 man we are here discussing some more arnold and some more james cameron man and yep. uh it's, I'm glad that we're talking about this movie because it's been quite a while since I watched this. I have very fond memories of this movie. Uh, some of my perspective has changed a little bit uh, as we go through this. We'll discuss it and yep. stuff. But uh, what is your history, sir, with uh,
1: some True Lies? I love True Lies. This was, um, you know, when this came out, I mean, this was one of those movies that I absolutely loved because it was kind of the first time you get to mix some serious Arnold butt-kicking action with some real comedy, and it just felt big, you know? It just, the, like you say, Schwarzenegger and James Cameron together, it's just big. You know, and so I've always loved this movie, and kind of, like you, I haven't seen it in a long time, so I was really looking forward to rewatching this movie the other night, so I'm excited that we get to do this one.
2: Yes, I am too, and uh, I agree with you in regards to the Awesome blend of action, the awesome blend of comedy. However, uh, my views have changed on this movie after my recent rewatch on uh, what I think works better and what I think doesn't work, All right. uh, which is pretty interesting because for the longest time, this is this is in my top three, top five uh, Arnold movies. So I'm I'm excited to be talking to you about this because maybe you can set some things straight, whatever the case may be. Uh, Uh-oh. but uh, yeah, man, uh, it's not going to be a train wreck at all, but it's definitely not going to be no Terminator 2, if you will. So all right. Uh, so this movie, sir, 1994, uh, what good year, man. And we have surprisingly, when I heard that Jamie Lee Curtis was going to be in this movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, I was kind of like, huh. I didn't know how that was going to play out. You know me. I'm a humongous Jamie Lee Curtis fan. Halloween, you know, John Carpenter's Halloween. Still my favorite horror movie of all time. Always has, always will be. But I was very excited to see her in this movie. You know, Arnold, you know, my favorite action hero, my favorite scream queen in one movie. Man, you know, and then Tia Carrera because I had just seen her in uh, some Wayne's World. And I was like, man, that woman is beautiful. Mm -hmm. So I was really pumped up. Uh, for this cast, sir. So let's kind of start off, sir when this movie opens up and it definitely opens up pretty fun, sir. We got uh, Switzerland yep. that, that we open up in sir. and right away we have an underwater sequence of Arnold coming out of the ice and you're kind of like, okay, cool, you know what what's going to lie ahead And you know and you just see him get out of it, he gets into a suit and uh, you know then he goes in and starts to have a dance. With some Tia Career. so let's talk about the opening of this movie. Uh, I really enjoy the opening sequence; it definitely sets a pretty cool tone. What's your thoughts on this opening, sir?
1: I think it's a terrific opening. I, I like that it right out of the gate it sets up that that he's got skills. This is a guy; he's you know he's got the skills of like a Navy SEAL. He speaks several languages. You know, he's covert. He's a heck of a dancer. <laughs> You know he's a, he's a super spy he's 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 very much a James Bond type in this movie, and and it also sets up that he has a good team working with him he's got his surveillance team working with him, and so right out of the gate you you see that okay he's he is like a James Bond can do it all, um, and you know you you know what you're getting it's a it's great action right out of the beginning real covert stuff I like it it's cool
2: now I what I really enjoy. Uh, is when they, he goes in the computer and you see Windows 3.1, <laughs> I'm like, wow, prehistoric. Now, I do love the little comedy where it says perfect Arabic, you know, when he's talking, how, right. he, how he has to, you know, find the bathroom and stuff. I do love that little that little line, you know. It immediately kind of starts off the comedy. And here's kind of the thing, though, in regards to this opening, the only thing that I, I'm not enjoying. I'm, I'm loving everything until – you know, he says, "Where's my invitation? Here's my invitation." Blows up. Pure Arnold, right? I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. But then, but then he, we, we get the chase, right? Running away from people, no. and and guess what? We don't have Arnold in this sequence. We have some stunt guy, <laughs> and a big camera is set on this guy's face, and the whole time it's no Arnold. It's a stunt guy, and this is really going to be a trend for me throughout this movie, and it starts here. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger has been taken out of the action equation and now we have some stunt guy and in Terminator 2 I saw a stunt guy once when he jumped off a big thing on a bike and I was cool with that but for him just to go down a hill just to shoot some folks it's got to be a stunt guy and for him to run away it's got to be a stunt guy and it really kind of takes me out of this beginning sequence that I loved so much many years ago. How are? What are your thoughts on this opening with the stunt guy? Does it see, bother it, it, you or what?
1: No, it never really bothered me. Even rewatching it, you know, yeah, I picked it out, but I, I think the opening is such a great adrenaline rush to open the movie that, it, that the. The stunt guy appearance didn't really bother me. I like the I like the adrenaline rush of you know him running the Swiss commandos on the skis and the snowmobiles are chasing him and you know Tom Arnold and his team are trying to catch up to him and I, I think it's cool. I think it's a good a good big opening.
2: Very cool. Now uh, the introduction to Tom Arnold. I love this guy, man. Mm-hmm. This guy is pure gold. Uh, You know, when I watched this movie, I only had the bad perception of him from the, right. the whole Roseanne divorce. Yep. So really, the first time I saw this, I was like, oh, it's this guy. And within this opening sequence, I am immediately invested into this guy. I'm like, wow, this guy is really good, really funny. And the chemistry between Arnold and, and Bill and not Bill, but Tom Arnold is awesome, man. It's definitely a humongous highlight of this film for me. Is every sequence with Arnold and Tom Arnold yep. is just pure gold. I I love it. Now, don't get me wrong. In regards to this whole stunt guy thing, I agree with you that this opening is adrenaline filled. It's very fun. Um, but sometimes I get taken out of the sequence, and I don't want to do that when I'm watching an action film. You know, I want to be. I want to be invested, you know, I want to be in this world. But when I see I, I can handle one or two shots, that's cool. But when I start seeing four or five or six, it becomes at a point where it's hard for me to forgive at this point. that's kind of where I am with this opening here. So Fair enough. now moving on, uh, we get real funny stuff in regards to he comes home and he checks all of his stuff. And you got to love how Tom Arnold's like, did you forget something? Now Tom Arnold's character's name is Albert and he gives him his wedding ring. He's like, what would I do without you? And I I love this because, you know, you kind of don't really know what to... Let's say you don't really know anything about this movie. It's really cool that you see him come home and he's all pretending to be just a regular guy. And you're kind of like, oh, I see what's going on here. And I really like that. And he comes home to Jamie Lee Curtis, you know. And what I really dig is, you know, he gets in the bed with her. And when she goes in his arms, he just has this look as he's looking up into the sky of kind of like, I'm kind of getting tired. It's kind of how I took the look that he had right there is like, "Ah, how much longer do I have to keep doing this? You know?
1: I love, I, I love that after this big adrenaline rush of an opening that we, you find that he's a family man. We, you know, got his wife, and he's got a teenage daughter who couldn't be more unimpressed with her dad. <laughs> I just love that dynamic of like you see this guy is this big super spy. My dad's James Bond, but obviously she doesn't know. And come home, he's he's like the hero saving the country of things, and comes home, and his daughter is totally unimpressed with him. You are so lame, you know. I love it. <laughs> it's you know, he's true. pretending to be this boring. You know, tech salesman or whatever, and the family just like, oh yeah, he's so boring.
2: <laughs> now I I love Elijah Dushku, um she's great, uh I I enjoy her and everything I watch and you know from Buffy to Vampire Slayer, um you know Dollhouse which we talked about on CCP, um everything to like even her movie um the the cheerleading movie Bring It On she mm-hmm. was really cool in that
1: just movie not Soul Survivors.
2: Uh huh, oh. <laughs> dude that movie is weird. Is that like a that a movie trapped in a nightmare i'm really confused with that movie
1: man. i don't know but i hate that movie so much <laughs>
2: <laughs> but Elijah's really cool in this movie and you're right she has that just like ah oh, you're just so lame dad
1: constant eye rolling
2: yeah and what i really dig is when tom arnold comes in it just starts messing with stuff and gives him a glasses he's like check these out man you
1: know Oh, can we talk about these glasses for a second? Yeah, man, he's a great... The fact that Tom Arnold invented Google Glass? <laughs> uh, come on! no, This was 30... 20, sorry, 20 years ago. He invented Google Glass. He's got the glasses that you can see things in while you're walking around. That's crazy. Oh, man. I love it. I love that he, too a very telling sign of the times that he puts the camera in a pack of cigarettes. It's you know, true. like, you just set it up on the, set it up on the mantle, or whatever you just carried around. Like nowadays you can't, you can barely walk down the street, holding a pack of cigarettes without somebody getting on you. Okay. Now who
2: does, um, who does Dana steal the money from? From this- Tom Arnold. Cause okay. Cause, that's
1: what I thought. Yeah. Cause Arnold puts on the glasses <laughs> or his, as his name is Harry, in Harry this movie, right, which right. I love. I love that. He's got such a boring name. Like Harry, no offense to any Harry's out there. It's a boring name. Um, <laughs> It's just such a regular name, you we know. We just a normal lost name. All our Harry List. Sorry, Harrys. Uh, it's just such a normal name. It do- it doesn't fit him, but he puts him on. He's like, uh, she's stealing from you. That's when Tom Arnold goes running out after her, and she's on the bike and gone.
2: Can we talk about the computer business talk that we have here? Of just like, oh, you know, he's you know, Jamie Lee Curtis character. Uh, her name's Helen. She's just bored out of her mind when Harry talks about computers. But I just love the things that he says. I'm just like, man. Wait till you get to 2014, man. Mm-hmm. You know, some so much of this has happened and you, you won't believe how much we've exceeded the stuff that you're talking about, you know. But, no. uh, but I love immediately the chemistry here is the whole like she's bored of his job, but she totally trusts him. You know, immediately you get the whole they have a great relationship. Even though they don't see each other, there's a lot of trust there. Immediately I get that. Uh, in these few sequences, which is really cool. You know, they do a really good job there. So yeah. uh, now let's talk about the security, sir.
1: Oh, yes. Wow. That is some serious high tech security.
2: And the best part is, is that even the woman that lets the man still grabs the gun because you could still be, you know, a doppelganger
1: yeah. and, and she's ready to smoke you. I love mega sector <laughs> is high tech
2: Man. And I love the little total recall kind of special effect, you know, going through the x-ray machine and stuff. Very cool, man. I I really dig this, you know, because they they just make jokes as they're walking, you know, but they're trying to set up for you this whole high-tech security.
1: And, and the fact that it's run by Charlton Heston playing <laughs> Nick Fury.
2: Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Full on Nick Fury mode.
2: Oh man, it's so good. Now, here's what I love, sir. Uh-huh. When uh when Harry is just, you know, talking to um, Albert and the other partner. Which, what's the other guy's name?
1: I have no idea. <laughs>
2: but he's 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 the guy from License to Drive. He was the crazy boyfriend that, that took the girl out to get arrested. Uh, they start dancing and our own calls them A holes. I don't know. I just thought that was real funny. <laughs> <laughs> would you care to tangle, sir? Yes I would, you know. <laughs> it's awesome, man. Now, here's the thing, man. We get the, you know, we got the introduction to Tia Carrera's right. um, character in the beginning with the tango sequence. But we see, and her name's Juno Skinner. Uh, we get her, you know, her operation, you know, and we see the guy who's going to be the main terrorist mm-hmm. of the movie, you know, uh, Mr. Salem, I believe is his name. And when he comes into the room, you know, all asking if I can talk to you. And because of Harry, of course, comes to visit her because, you know, he's suspicious of her, wants to get information. And after Harry leaves, this guy comes in and slaps her in the face. What, what do you think?
1: Five fingers say to the face.
2: What, what do you think it is sequence, sir?
1: Nobody slaps T.A. Carrera,
2: right? Nobody. Nobody slaps that face. That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> get me started. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, well, OK, so. Because Tia Carrera as a villain is not scary. No, not at all. She's far too pretty to be scary.
2: Exactly.
1: But this guy, you know, you got to have somebody who's menacing to go up against, you know, Arnold. So this guy, this guy is pretty good. He's a pretty good, you know, terrorist. He's not no Fabio, that's for sure. That's right. You know, so, um, yeah, because at this point you you have to somehow set up who the bad guy is. (laughs) Right,
2: right. Now... Uh, You know, shortly after this, we have the good old birthday Harry uh, thing that we're going to have. Mm -hmm. And we get the the fantastic line that we're always going to get from Arnold, which is, trust me. We're either going to get I'll be back or trust me or nine times out of ten. Or you're fired. Or you're fired. (laughs) When does he say you're fired in every movie?
1: I don't know. He just does. He says it.
2: (laughs) I I thought you were trying to do some Vince McMahon here. Hold on.
1: You're You're fired. fired.
2: So... I love how he's like, trust me, I'll be home uh, for home in time for dinner. And you got to love Dana. She's just like, yeah, whatever. Rolling her eyes, you know. And then he gets the big call that there's going to be a mission that they got to go find the guy that just slapped Tia Carrera in
1: the face. And... <laughs> Somebody slapped Tia Carrera in the face. Get all the agents on this. <laughs> right now, this will not be allowed.
2: Oh, man, it's so good. And it's uh like
1: church in my town and. <laughs> All right, so somebody slapped Tia Carrera, the agents are on the case, we gotta get a bad guy. So we get a bad
2: guy, right? And uh, what happens in the sequence that they have to go to the bathroom to have a fight? Okay,
1: so this is what I like, because now Harry gets to test out his cigarette camera, right? Right, 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 right. This is cool, this is cool. I love this whole sequence here. You know, he gets out, he's got of course he's got to try and smoke a cigarette to make it reason why he's holding this pack of cigarettes in his hand is walking down the street weird. But so he's going and he's watching what's going on behind him through this cigarette cam. Right. Yep. That's cool. And so he knows he's being followed.
2: Now keep in mind, this is nighttime. He's wearing sunglasses. He's the Terminator. He's the Terminator. right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so this is one of my favorite scenes in here is, is, this, it leads to him, you know, he goes into the bathroom. He knows he's being followed. He sets the pack of cigarettes on the, on the sink kind of facing behind him so he sees yep and this is the most brutal scene man this brutal <laughs> bathroom scene with the terrorists is great
2: oh my gosh it's awesome the, it the, is despite the fact that his john that he was hanging out and gets shot up and no bullets touch him but right
1: you know it's neither here nor there
2: right exactly
1: yeah i love it i mean it is you know he he sees the terrorists walk in there one of them's kind of guarding the place the other one comes up with a gun right behind his head He's and the fight is on yeah
2: now uh for the most part we don't get stunt guy we get arnold in this sequence yeah. which is cool um and i love where he sticks the guys
1: in the, in the urinal cool off you know <laughs> yeah cool <laughs> off but i mean just the- Banging heads off of urinals and just smashing people with hand dryers in the face and so good. Meanwhile, dude's just unleashing lead into this bathroom, you know. I love the shot of him sliding
2: on the water to grab his gun.
1: When he comes flying out of the out of the stall.
2: Yeah, I love that shot. It's a beautiful, beautiful shot. It's like a Terminator 2 shot. I love it, it man. Yeah, because it's, so it's a little
1: slow. He comes flying out of there. Um pre matrix people. right i just i love this this fight you know you see these terrorists mean business they're in the middle of this place just unleashing all their ammo on on him just trying to kill this guy who you know they just know that he's they know he's an agent yeah
2: yeah yeah because of the fact of uh You know, the guy knew. Does he
1: come to the house already?
2: No. No, because the guy saw him talking to Tia Carrera, had already suspected him, Mm -hmm. and they followed him.
1: Oh, that's right.
2: Yeah, they were following him in the car, and Tom Arnold was just, he's supposed to keep an eye on him, and then he ended up leaving. So I think you're right. I don't think he knows 100%, but I think he just kind of, he just has that, knowledge of like yeah he's an agent you know let's let's go find out let's make sure you know um now here's the thing we have that guy that's sitting in the you know in the john and stuff and no bullets ever hit him so i i guess in all honesty when these bullets are going through they don't actually go through the door am i right
1: yeah those are the weakest bullets ever then if they can't go through a bathroom door
2: (laughs) okay i guess you know if we can deal with any commando, we can deal with it in this movie. It's all right. So,
1: so I love though, then, so, you know, the, the chase is on Arnold's chasing after this terrorist, he's just firing randomly over his shoulder at him. And I love when he comes flying out the window of this hotel or whatever it is comes bursting out the window and Tom Arnold is standing right there on the street and tells him to freeze and the guy just turns and <laughs> shoots and Tom Arnold does that hiding trying to hide behind a light pole. Yeah game. and then I he just it.
2: like and then he grabs
1: his nuts make sure they're intact yeah, check,
2: make sure everything's there and then huh? he, he kisses the pole like oh thank you for saving my life so every good. time
1: I see that it just makes me laugh <laughs> oh and like he, old Tom Arnold hiding behind a light pole.
2: You know Tom Arnold in a sense reminds me of John Candy in this movie just like his physical comedy that he does just works so well you know it's just man tom arnold is brilliant in this movie man and tom arnold isn't normally a brilliant guy but he's definitely brilliant in this
1: movie for sure yep
2: Um, now let's talk about the horse
1: sequence (laughs) okay oh the horse chasing a motorcycle
2: yeah Um, i i definitely like the uh i love the sequence i love the idea uh you know and i have to admit you know i do see this the same stunt guy that i did before but they try to hide it a lot better, like, you know, the horse hit in water and the water splashes up to cover his face. They do a better job in this sequence of covering up. You know, I mean, let's think about it. I guess because Arnold is the biggest star in the world, they're now afraid that this guy is going to get hurt. But the stuff that they removed him from are just, you know, it's like, you know, nowadays, You want to see the Rock kick ass. You're going to see the Rock kick ass. Because, you know, he's like, people want to see my face doing these things. He's like, I got to do my own stunt. Jason Statham, I got to do my own stunt. So I guess back in the 90s, they weren't allowed to have that. And, you know, Arnold was able to do most of his stunts in what? Commando and Terminator. We saw his face. So I guess at this point, maybe he's forced to not be able to do most of his action sequences. I'm kind of conflicted on this movie because of the fact of Arnold's so far removed from the action that I'm not seeing him. I don't know, man, that's kind of my problem. I'm having,
1: I wanted to see more of the horse (laughs) too much stunt horse for me,
2: you know, and I know people are going to be hating on me on this because of the fact of, you know, it's hard for me to remove the stunt guy from me, but it's like these action sequences. I remember being so just epic and then when I watch him again I'm just like that's not Arnold. I'm just like when I expect epic action sequences I want to see Arnold. I don't want to see somebody else, you know? And and luckily during this horse sequence I don't get I don't get much of this guy. But it, it's a fun sequence, you know, it's definitely funny, you know, especially when he thinks he can jump over a building.
1: <laughs> I love that.
2: With the horse.
1: I love that. So the so the terrorist takes his his motorbike off the roof of this building, this hotel launches it across lands in the pool in the building by there. And I was like, all right, he makes like, he's going to jump that horse off the roof after the guy, but that horse ain't having it. <laughs> it just, I love it. Just skids to a stop. Like, Oh no, that's not going to happen.
2: Now do you, oh, man, talk about ridiculous, but <laughs> why is this sequence more believable than the crap we talked about last week? And,
1: what are you talking about? The, the monkeys?
2: No, no, not the monkeys.
1: Start the monkeys.
2: <laughs> no, I'm talking like, you know, her trying to jump on a tree and fall, oh. and fall down. You know, those kind of sequences. Because he
1: didn't actually do it. It's not like if the horse would have made the jump, I'd turn off the TV. <laughs> all right.
2: No, I'm talking about the guy in the bike that was able oh. to make it all the way across.
1: Oh, you can do that. Into... I've done that before. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. I got my souped up 200cc. I just, I gun it. You hit the throttle, man. That's all you got to do. It's all, it's all just a physics lesson. The the roof was lower than the roof that he was on. So your momentum, it's E equals MC squared. And then power <laughs> plus ratio equals time. And then it's all just, it's a really simple math equation, Mike.
2: But I do, I do love when the horse says no. And he's like, pull me up, pull me up. What the hell were you thinking anyway? What kind of cop are you? I love what he's just ripping on the horse. I
1: wanted to see a whole nother movie of just Arnold and the horse. You know, kinda <laughs> like cop and a half, only him with the horse. Oh god. Maybe like your your beloved canine, only it's Arnold and a horse.
2: Don't talk about cop and a half. That movie's terrible, man. I don't know. It might be better than canine. No, no, no. <laughs> we're, uh uh man. We're we're gonna box now, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh-uh, Burt Reynolds, terrible in that movie
1: Whoa, we can't say Burt Reynolds and terrible in the same sense <laughs> yes, That man we, is a legend Yes,
2: we can, he's terrible, a cop and a half That is don't a,
1: talk bad about the bandit
2: That is a terrible movie, man, it's a piece of crap, sir Oh my god <laughs> What is going on? Wow, this is off the rails, son
1: So he he didn't fall off the roof On the horse That, that happened <laughs> And uh <laughs>
2: oh, Hold on <laughs> Where are we at, son?
1: The, the horse. <laughs> oh, my God. This episode won't be out for two months because you're going to be editing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How much you dare me to release it just like this?
1: That would be a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> so so he just got pulled up and had a conversation with the horse. It wasn't his stunt guy that he that talking to the horse. It was Arnold. Anyway, I'm going to try and get his stunt guy on the podcast now. Oh, I got our old stunt guy from True Lies. I'm going to go follow him and get him on here. You and him could have words. So, oh, we lost Mike. Oh, are you crying? Oh, my God. You okay?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I am. Sorry. Where are we at? Oh, okay. Let's regroup. Woo.
1: All right. Let's knock that off. That's oh, too much fun.
2: Awesome. Good times. So after this awesome horse sequencer, sir, uh, which I love the comedy, we get to my favorite favorite part, or I should say, sequence of the movie, and that has to deal with some Bill Paxton, Jamie <laughs> Curtis, and Arnold Schwarzenegger dealing with the whole cheating. Uh, this this is like this is a good su- this is like a sub story, but I. I am in love with this whole sequence, man. This is fantastic. So we have Mr. Bill Paxton, which this is the third movie he is with Arnold in. Do you know the other two movies he's in with him, sir? With Arnold? Yep. Um, this is his third movie with Arnold. He was in, oh, what you call it?
1: Was this the first one?
2: Uh, no, he was in Commando. Was the first one. He oh, was yeah, uh, yeah. when when they're in the plane and he's trying to tell him we're going to shoot you down. And then he's like, well, I lost them, sir. That was Bill Paxton. He was the guy trying to shoot down the plane. The second one is in Terminator. Nice night for a walk, eh? Nice night for a walk. He was part of those guys. Very good. Yeah. And then this is his third time uh, with Arnold. So this guy, Mr. Uh, Mr. Simon, no last name. He's pretending to be this, uh, this spy taking the credit of, uh, Arnold. What was that now? Oh my
1: gosh.
2: Holy shnikes. That, that's right, my, that's my alarm going let's off. Let's take
1: it from the top. Let's take it from the top. Hold on. Welcome to the STL podcast. <laughs> I'm your host with the most Mike Mack Masunas. Woo! <laughs> just do, this episode, we just switch roles, man. Can we do that? Let's do it. Why not? Nobody will know. Nobody will. We sound basically
2: the same. It's true. I mean, we we like the same songs. We like most of the same movies. Let's do it.
1: Except for you who seem to hate Burt Reynolds.
2: Burt Reynolds is terrible in Cop and a Half. I don't care what you say. All right, then.
1: (laughs) Are we ready? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Back on board now?
2: Yes, we are, sir. Okay.
1: So, yeah, so, so he thinks she's having an affair, right?
2: Yeah, well, here, yeah, because he goes to smooth things over. You know, he, because of the fact of he missed the birthday, he's like – he tells uh, Tom Arnold's character, you know, Albert. He's like, dude, pull over. I just – I got to go smooth things over. I'm going to go meet her for lunch. So he walks in, overhears her talking to her coworker about having Simon call And the husband he is, he's going to eavesdrop and wants to hear what's going on. And it sounds like she's going to go meet him, and he thinks that she's cheating. So the best part is he walks in the middle of the street with his head down, almost gets hit by a bus. Here comes Tom Arnold and tells the guy he's an effer, which is hilarious. And then pulls him to the side. He goes, Helen, Helen, you know. She's cheating on me. Oh
1: man, welcome to the club. <laughs> he's so excited
2: about it. Oh, so good.
1: <laughs> Finally, somebody
2: else. <laughs> and I love when he's like, "Stop cheering me up." He's like, "What do you expect, Harry? She's a flesh and blood woman, and you're never there for." Her. So good, man. It... This is
1: from kind of here out with when Tom Arnold, who has obviously been divorced multiple times, just bitter about the about marriage. And I love just all his lines about this, and and some of them he wrote in kind of in uh, reference to his marriage with Roseanne. He kind of threw some of these lines in, like my favorite, you know, about the ice cube trays.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, what kind of woman takes the effort? Uh, ice what cube. What kind of sick <laughs> man takes the ice cube trays? So good, man. But, yeah,
1: I love the, the the chemistry between these two now is Tom Arnold's almost giddy that his best friend is having marriage trouble.
2: Uh, and so funny, Peter had just posted that line in the in the STL. What sick person takes ice cube trays out of the freezer? Oh, so good. But... Yeah,
1: it's good. So So at this point now, Harry decides he's going to start using everything at his disposal to find out what she's doing, right? Right. Find out that there's this Simon guy who's wooing his wife, and he he uses everything he can to track her and to tap her phone and all this stuff to figure out what's going on.
2: (laughs) And the looks that Arnold gives Jamie Lee Curtis is so good when they're at the dinner table. So how was your day? And she starts going off, and he just gives her that deaf look Mm -hmm. of like, you don't want that look. And he's like, oh, so in other words, it was boring you know, good. And, uh, then we start to get the Tom Arnold lecture about how you can't do this, man. It's against the law.
1: So yeah. So this is where they're tracking him and they've got her tapped. They've they're, they're listening in, uh, to her phone call this. I love this part where they're listening in as she's talking to Simon and Simon's telling her all about what a spy he is. (laughs) And oh man, you know, it's dangerous and this and that. And they're like, oh, wow, this guy's a spook. Like, is he supposed to be, is he following, is he using her to get to us? You know, like, what's going on? And then he starts talking about all the stuff that happened in that bathroom, in that hotel, and, oh, yeah, there were four dead bodies, and obviously they know, like, wait, that was our stuff. Right, exactly. That's, that like, was wait deep. a minute, this guy's a fake. <laughs> <laughs> what I love, too, is he's, so you, they're listening to Simon go on and on and on with his whole spiel about what a super spy he is, and he's so good. Bill Paxton is so great at this. It just, and I love Tom Arnold. He's like, hey, I'm beginning to like this guy. <laughs> oh, I mean, we still got to kill him. That's, yeah. That's given.
2: <laughs> yeah, I love that. That was such a great line. Man. I really sort of like this guy. And then he gets the death look from him, man.
1: But we still got to kill him. That's good. Oh,
2: and then we get
1: the car sequence. Yeah, we find out. Who this cat really is. Yeah. He's a greasy used car salesman.
2: So Harry decides that he's gonna go out for a ride to find out if this guy is boner and his wife. And boy, does he get some information when uh he's like, nah, 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 no, that's that's top you know, that's top secret. You know, I'm not the greatest looking guy in the world, I can admit it, but you know, I give him some adventure. And you just see the looks that he gives him during this sequence. He's like, nah, no, nah, I'm not gonna tell you nothing. And then they go, and they have a hot dog. Right. And, uh, hey, we
1: got to go offline. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. So, in Terminator, remember when he says dickwad? Uh Uh-huh. Can we say that again? I recommend you say it again. Because your uncle's name was Dickwad, right? Right, right, Johnny Dickwad. Okay. All right,
2: so in this sequence, my favorite line from this movie is, uh, so what about the husbands? Dickless. If they were taking care of business, I'd be out of business.
1: Well, Mike, Uh, I don't know if we can say that. What? I don't know if we can say that, Mike. Why not? Not cool, man. What do you mean? Not cool.
2: What's it's the same thing. Oh,
1: okay.
2: I thought it was. I'm just saying what your uncle's name is. I'm just. just,
1: Continue. Yes. I love the looks that uh, oh man the looks that Arnold's giving him are crazy eyes.
2: I love it when he's like those idiots. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, idiots. <laughs>
2: That's my favorite, and oh, and then the car, the car sequence where he beats him up in his dream when he's talking about how oh, yeah. his woman looks, man. Oh, uh, this is this is it, man. This is pure comedy gold, man. This has got to be like the funniest Arnold ever in all of his movies. This is this is it right here, man. This is quintessential, just pure funny Arnold pissed off killer looks.
1: Yeah, this and oh. End of Days are his best comedy roles. <laughs> That's hilarious
2: in that movie. Oh, man. I knew you were going to go there.
1: Uh-oh. And then. Just continue. Don't let me derail you.
2: Oh, there's plenty of derailing going on in this one.
1: I forbid that happens. <laughs>
2: And then I love how he's like, so, you hold it for me for a day? Hey, because it's you. I I love that line.
1: He just plays that, oh man, with that horrible mustache and the bad comb over. Bill Paxton is great in this role.
2: And then we get the, uh, you know, what, the kidnap sequence, right?
1: The assault on on Simon's trailer home. And let me just (laughs) say right here that it was at this point in the movie that I realized that Harry is a terrible, corrupt agent. He's pulling everybody off of priority stakeouts.
2: You tell on me, I tell on you.
1: He's using, <laughs> yeah, he's pulling all these agents to do personal business for him. He's got tons of agents, helicopters, full SWAT assaults. All to go and scare this guy who's wooing his wife. What a horrible corrupt agent. <laughs> That's our tax dollars at work right there. Just being poured down the drain. Oh,
2: man. I'm telling you, man, I could have a whole movie just dealing with this. Like, I don't know. It, it's so good. It, it works so well in this movie because it almost feels like it's like out of left field but it works so well in this middle portion of the movie. I mean, I I don't even know if we can call it middle because I don't think we've got into the middle of it yet, but for some reason, this whole entire subplot works so well. Do you, do you ever feel it? It didn't.
1: No. Awesome. No. No. Well, so the whole reason they're, (laughs) the whole reason they're breaching this guy's trailer home is because he's got Helen in there and he's, making his move yeah right? he,
2: touch, he touches her leg and
1: Ooh. yeah i haven't been touched <laughs> the look on their faces when all of a sudden there's an explosion you won't do and it they, for me do it for your country they cut the back of the trailer right off and come storming in <laughs> uh it's so good and and she thinks obviously because she thinks that she's being a double agent you know right? exactly so she's like oh no what's going on you know it's, it's happening and and here comes the knee to the nuts. Poor Tom Arnold gets kneed right in the balls.
2: Oh, <laughs> and then the guy hits Helen with yeah. a gun and he gets punched in the face. Cold cocked. Punch in the face. In the face. So good. Yeah. And then Tom Arnold's just walking away. Oh, and then we get the, uh, the Joker Batman interrogation sequence
1: <laughs> <laughs> the interrogation of his wife. Let me just say it was a little uncomfortable. Just a little bit. Watching him interrogate his wife that way, but it, it shows, you know, that it shows her intentions and her feelings towards Harry, I guess. Yeah. You know, they're kind of breaking her down.
2: You know, and what I really dig is, you know, as we're clearly going to see in a few minutes, just how beautiful she still is, but they do a really good job of covering her up to make her look like she's not really. You know, training places anymore, you know she's just kind of like, yeah she's she's a little bit older now. They do a good job of just making her a happy homemaker, right. you know in, in this sequence, especially, but I just love it when she just gets so furious and she's about ready to break that glass, and he's just getting mad at you know Tom Arnold about asking the questions, and then the final one, do you still love your husband? So good, man, it's like there's some comedy here, but mostly it's just like. You know, you, you kind of get a little chill, you know, when she's just like, yes, I still love him. I always will. And she's crying and you just see the look on his face of like, you know, you that's what you want to hear. you
1: Right. Know? That was the whole point of all this spying on her. Yeah. You know, to find <laughs> out what her intentions are.
2: And she wants to be named Natasha for, <laughs> for, her, for her upcoming job.
1: Right. So they, they set her up as a spy now. Exactly. Like, all right, the only way you're going to get out of this is you have to do a mission for us. <laughs> I, you'll be waiting for a call from Boris,
2: and you will get to be
1: Natasha. Doris. Doris.
2: She's like ah, and then they get the call. Well, well she gets
1: the call. But well, first, it's time to make Simon oh pay yeah the price.
2: Oh oh man, it's, this has <laughs> got to be like the top three best scene of
1: the movie, man. It's time to scare the piss out of Simon. Oh, literally. <laughs> literally
2: i haven't seen your face oh no no oh it's you it's you
1: oh he just so, wets so... himself and cries <laughs> I,
2: he's like oh and he just starts making fun of himself and arnold just looking at tom arnold like oh man we thought this guy was a spy they just start laughing and he's like you're gonna shoot me you're gonna shoot me you're gonna <laughs> as soon as
1: i turn me. around you're gonna shoot me
2: Oh, man. So good. This is this is a great sequence, man. A lot of great comedy here. Um, And I just I love the looks of just Arnold and and Tom Arnold together. Just like, wow, this guy is so pathetic. Have you seen anybody more pathetic than this guy?
1: No, he's so good at the Just yeah, fully pathetic.
2: It's awesome. And then uh, we won't see him. Anymore until we get to the final sequence of the movie. Because in all honesty, you were kind of like, okay, we're done with that character. right you know And uh, then we're going to, you know, we have Helen gets her phone call. Of course, Arnold knows all about it. And you see the guy talking, you know, smoking a cigarette, talking into the little thing. And you're kind of like, what's that guy doing? You know, and you just see Tom Arnold just as guilty as guilty can be. And uh, I-, I love his line where he's like, I'm going to go to hell. He's like, this is like the worst thing ever. Why am I even agreeing to do this for my partner? Is I mean, you could just see it. He's just, I think he feels more bad about yeah. this than Arnold does. I mean, Arnold is just like, whatever, man. I got to get the job done and I got to do what it takes, you know. It's a great sequence.
1: So then we get to the iconic hotel room scene, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: so she walks in. <laughs> Boris is called. Yep. Doris walks in little shot a playing in the background there's a some dude in a chair with a holding a tape recorder <laughs> he's gonna seduce her
2: now before though she starts to get ready
1: she, oh that's right
2: yeah she has the dress and she starts to tear it off and she puts some put some water in her hair and she is now transformed to the wow I mean, I don't know any other word to say it than wow. So well,
1: she has to be. She's playing a hooker. Yeah, she has to be a hooker that goes and and uh, deals with this guy.
2: Now, here's what I love about the sequence. Now, let me tell you this: is the first time I ever watched this movie, I watched it with my mom. There you go, perfect. So not uncomfortable at all. W- watching this sequence was like so uncomfortable, and I'm so trying to enjoy it as a little
1: boy, but I want to know what you did.
2: Yeah. Uh, what are you talking about, sir? Get your what? get get your mind out of the clouds. I didn't say anything. This is a family podcast, sir. What's going
1: on? <laughs> I watch striptease with my mom. What's going on?
2: <laughs> Derailed. Awesome. All right. So, yeah, I am so uncomfortable watching this with my mom, but I'm trying to enjoy it at the same mm-hmm. time. And what I love is the beauty of the comedy here of just her clumsiness. Yeah. It's so good because Arnold will just drop the tape recorder and everything else in this sequence. Now, uh, here's the thing, you know, because she thinks she's just got to plant the bug. He doesn't want to do anything with you. He just likes to watch. And she's told to sit down, and she's thinking the worst, of course. So I'm assuming in Harry's mind, he was going to take the rose, kiss her, and a wife should know her husband's kiss. Uh, clearly Helen doesn't know her husband's kiss because she just wants to hit him over the head with the phone. So in Harry's mind, was he just going to kiss her, have her wake up and then say, Harry,
1: I, I, how are- I'm sure. I'm sure he was going to. Yeah. Uh,
2: he thought that this was going to be an easy way to break it to her. Well. Yeah, she'd open this-
1: her eyes and he'd be there like, Hey, guess what? Instead he gets busted in the head with a phone.
2: Oh man. And we know Not how- a
1: cell phone kids. It's a big old <laughs> hotel telephone metal. The kind it, when you get hit with it, it rings.
2: Feels like a feels like a bowling ball. I mean,
1: it's pretty much,
2: pretty crazy. And then Helen, Helen, Harry, you know, you just hear her voice get all crazy. And then the guys come busting in. How they know he was in the hotel?
1: See, now there's a couple questions I have right at this moment.
2: Okay, let's first let's, off
1: let's get to it. First off, the question you just asked: How do they know that he's there? Yeah, where's the cut scene? Right. What kind of super spy gets followed everywhere he goes? Right. <laughs> and secondly, where's his partner as he's being kidnapped? His partner uh. is, it's, it's shown throughout the movie that Tom Arnold has his back wherever he goes, right? Right. He's always got him. Where is he at this point? Nowhere to be seen. You'd think Tom Arnold would be set up in like the adjoining hotel room. Or at least downstairs or somewhere, he's his partner.
2: Yeah, we don't see him until like 40 minutes later, he's yeah, on he some plane. He disappears
1: for quite a while.
2: Yeah. Where's
1: the cut scene that's not on the DVD? I'm like, where's his partner, man? This guy's like his right-hand man. What happened to him? He's just getting kidnapped. Yeah. Nobody's there. Hmm. No. Nope.
2: That's, that's a good question, man. I
1: know. You just spoiled that
2: part for me. All right, then. <laughs> good good job, sir. Um, Yeah, you're right, man. How did they get kidnapped? Why did it happen? The movie would be over, I guess. But, but so legitimate question, sir.
1: Either way, the terrorists come and they grab them. They they haul them out and they kind of get the hoods taken off their head. And there's Tia Carrera standing in front of them. Yeah. Hey, that's a good thing. Take the hood off. There she. Is. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. What What do you need to do? Hey, baby. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs>
2: Beavis the butthead. Do <laughs> STL. All
1: right. That's about right. Moving today. on now. That's very fitting. So, <laughs> so they're, uh, they, uh, what is it? They're, well, first they're, they got to get him on the plane, right? So they hit him with the, uh, the night night gun, like their BA Baracus. Right. Exactly. Put them to sleep, get them on the plane. <laughs> and then they get back and they're Now, is this where they, is this where they're in the little, the little room, the little torture chamber? But
2: they get on the plane, and he's like, I don't even know who she is. I met her down. Oh. He's like, I- he just basically says, I don't even know who this lady is. She's just some psycho hooker I met downstairs. And then uh, she's like, Really, Harry? Really? How'd they get this, huh? how do I get this? And that's when she's like, Ah, obviously your cover's blown. And, yeah. and then she gets in the neck. And they wake up in the torture
1: chamber. Well, well but first they, they show Harry that we have a nuke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they got to yeah, yeah. show them. The Talk whole, about skipping tell
2: them, 10 minutes here.
1: Yeah, they got to show them the nuke and tell them their whole plan with this nuke, of course. You know, a lot of exposition about what we're going to do with the nuke and this <laughs> and that. And here's what you're going to do. And here, here it is. Here's the nuke right here. We have it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that kind of, that leads into that, right?
2: Yeah, we get the famous line, what well, can I say? I'm a spy.
1: <laughs> and cold cocked. Yeah. Boom.
2: And it's a good scene. You know, the guy is just like, yeah. you know, I love Arnold. He's like, oh, he's like, what is this uh, slushy machine? Espresso machine. There you go. You know, he just plays real funny, real stupid. I dig it. And the guy does not have a sense of humor, of course. Right. And this uh, is
1: our head terrorist guy. Yeah.
2: And they do. Now, here's the thing. I would I would assume that. The American flag, obviously, would be real going over the, you know, the missile. And then, of course, the the cement going over it would be a fake flag. You know, I'm sure they don't want any uh, activists going after them while they're making this movie. But, you know, I'm sure some people, you know, I mean, it's a movie. But I kind of thought that, you know, especially like nowadays, uh, that sequence probably wouldn't go over very well. Of seeing, you know, the American flag being cemented on and stuff. There's,
1: there's a lot of sequences from this movie that wouldn't go over so well right now. <laughs> right? I
2: mean, trying to remake this movie, there's a few things you would have to change for sure. Uh, that being one of them. You probably couldn't pull that off. Uh, you could in the early 90s, but not today. That's for sure.
1: I love I love the next thing where you have the, the head bad guy. And he's giving his jihadist speech. You know, and he's going on and on with all his rhetoric about how he's going to take down America one city at a time. And he's just going on and on. And you see the guy, the cameraman, that's filming his jihadist speech. You see him just pouring sweat. (laughs) He's seeing that the battery on this camera is about to die. And the boss is really in full roar with this with his manifesto that he's going through and all of a sudden the camera dies and just like um um <laughs> what what like uh boss battery's dead <laughs> like I just love that for some reason it's such a throwaway little thing but I just I think it's so funny that you to imagine this guy doing his big jihad and the battery dies on the
2: camera. It, it is great because you would so expect this guy to just smoke him right. Then and yeah, exactly. There. And he doesn't go get the new battery. you moron, you know, cause especially if he slapped around Tia Carrera, what's it going to do to some guy over here that doesn't let this boss know that, Hey, you should shut up. Now the battery died, you got to start over, you know? Right. So yeah, I, I love that. It's a great, it's a great, uh, I don't, I wouldn't want to say throwaway scene, but it's definitely a great funny moment yeah. and, and not expected Cause I it really was funny. It does. It does. So what happens next, sir? We have, uh, now we're
1: in the torture scene.
2: Yeah. The, the truth serum, uh, is given to him. And before this though, is my f- second favorite line from the movie did you tell her about us, Harry? There is no us. You sick kind of bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: it. I love when he gets the truth serum, and you know they leave it. Like okay, the the the, I guess the interrogator, the torture expert, gives him a little serum. You know, injects him. And says, all right, I'll be back when this is taking effect. And they leave. Now they leave these two alone. Yeah. Whatever. So, so there's Harry and Helen talking and she's like, what do they give you? And you can see he's starting to kind of get out of it, like get out of just, he's looking around her eyes are rolling back. She's like, what, what was that? Like, uh, truth serum. She's like, so. Will you tell the truth no matter what I ask? He's like, Ask me a question I normally like to. He's like, Are we gonna die? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. I love I just love that. Are we gonna die? Yep. And the best part is when the guy
2: comes in, he tells him how he's gonna kill him.
1: I'm gonna use you as a human shield, then I'm gonna throw that and kill that guy.
2: And the best part is, really, how do you plan on doing this? You'll remember the cuffs? Yep. I picked them. <laughs>
1: yeah it's good it's it's good stuff you know
2: it it is and then he smokes the people right in front of helen's face and then you know gives, and then they go out and he smokes a few people gives her a kiss and she says i married Rambo," which of course you know back then it was like arnold versus you know slot and now it's like those two have to make movies together to make money
1: well those two were part of planet hollywood at this time
2: well yeah it's true uh it's a really very cool sequence now can we talk about the most ridiculous scene in this movie?
1: Oh, I hope it's the same one I'm thinking of.
2: That is the one with the gun going down the stairs. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> so ridiculous.
1: So there's a bunch of stuff going down. There's there's explosions and gunfights because they're out there and they've been discovered, and everyone's coming at them, and uh, Arnold's being Arnold Arnold's. He's got a guy on him, right? At this point, is that where he's telling Helen to shoot? No. Uh, no, this
2: is where you know they're at the they're at the top of the little like staircase, right? Looking down, like the only people that can stop him is us. And,
1: and she has an Uzi in her hand at this she, point, right? Right, she has an Uzi in her hand, which is let's just let's just preface this: the Uzi is notoriously the least accurate gun out there <laughs> it's only good because it carries a large clip but the uzi despite what you've seen in 1980s action movies is notoriously the least accurate gun in the world
2: now the music that should have been played here is the good old clown sequence when there's like the good old happy like kids are having fun on a merry-go-round and they're playing the that clown song yeah they should be playing that song as she accidentally drops the uzi mm-hmm. the uzi Tumbles down the stairs, shooting multiple rounds, not touching Helen as multiple times it's turning towards her direction. Right,
1: But takes out a half a dozen bad guys.
2: And then after those
1: (laughs) bad guys are taken
2: out, then the bullets start to
1: go in her direction and then she (laughs) hides. This gun that if you wanted to, you couldn't hit a half a dozen guys with just falling (laughs) down a staircase, tumbling along. Firing on its own is just like a sniper bullet.
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dana hanging from a jet at the end of this movie is better. Believable sequence than this crap.
1: It totally is.
2: Oh my gosh,
1: man. He's so, but luckily this, this Uzi falling down a staircase takes out everybody. All the bad guys around there. <laughs> luckily, no good guys are hurt. So this is good. No, to clean. no,
2: no good guys were hurt.
1: Took Everybody <laughs> out. That was nice. That was nice. And so, so Tom Arnold finally shows up now, you know, finally he, he appears on the scene and, uh, yeah,
2: where were you, you know, an hour ago? Yeah, I right. That. You know,
1: what's going on? And he's like, all right,
2: I'm here like, now. That's all that matters.
1: I got good news and bad news. Good news is that Uzi just killed everybody. Bad news. Bad guys got Dana. Like they went to your house. They have Dana. My Dana?
2: Yeah. You know, the Dana that lives down at three Oh two, you know that Dana, cause Dana is such a popular name. Yeah. Not your Dana. The other Dana. Of course you're Dana. Hello.
1: Yep, so our big bad guy has got his daughter and it's time to it's time to roll, right?
2: Now, do we even care about Dana at this point in the movie? Not so much. I mean, in all honesty, cuz I really had to sit there and say do the is the only reason I care about her besides the fact she's Elijah Dushku and I love her later on in life, but in this movie, is the only reason I care for her because she's Arnold's daughter?
1: You know what? We totally... Ju- I, I screwed up the order of this. <laughs> totally screwed up the order of this. This is not where they get Dana. They get Dana after the bridge.
2: What you talking about, Willis?
1: They get Dana <laughs> after the bridge.
2: I thought we just watched this movie. We should know this crap. Sir.
1: I, I, my notes are all screwed up. So No, because then H- Helen... Helen gets snatched by Tia Carrera. Right? That's what I'm saying. They don't get they don't they don't have Dana yet. What are you talking about? Did you even watch this movie? I watched this movie, but they don't get that until later. Because first you gotta do the bridge sequence.
2: No. The bridge sequence happens while she's kidnapped.
1: Who's kidnapped? No, he doesn't.
2: Dana's kidnapped, and they have.
1: But Arnold doesn't know about it until after the after this.
2: They have the guy go in undercover with the film camera, and Dana takes the key and decides to take off while uh while uh, Arnold gets blown up and goes underwater because because he he blows up, goes underwater, and and uh, Helen thinks he's dead, and right. she's riding with Tia Carrera, and she's there messing with her ring, and. Wow. And she goes, she says some smart ass comment about would you like one? Because she pulls out a drink and she just gives her an evil look. And then Tom Arnold comes as he's getting out of the water and says, This looked like your work. And he's like, Let's get out of here. They go in the plane, and that's when, you know,
1: they're in the helicopter.
2: In the helicopter.
1: Arnold. So you're right.
2: <laughs> he doesn't find out about Dana right. until after the break. So they get
1: Helen. Yeah. So, right. But luckily, Arnold, in whatever capacity his job is, has the jurisdiction to be able to call in missile strikes on civilian bridges. <laughs> That's good. So they have,
2: they,
1: <laughs> they have a convoy, the three, three vehicles in this convoy of bad guys going down <laughs> the bridge. They got Helen.
2: Oh man.
1: And Tom and uh, uh, Harry is able to call in uh, missile strikes from some uh, Harrier jets to blow up the civilian bridge. <laughs> Did you just say
2: Harrier jets?
1: Harriers.
2: Harrier jets?
1: Okay. That's right.
2: They're named after Harry? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what they're named after. Just checking. All right. That's a fact. All right. I
1: don't know.
2: Anyways.
1: (laughs) So that's where we're at. We're at the bridge. He's chasing. They blow up the bridge, right? Right. There's a a cat fight going on in the back of a limo. I like that.
2: Really good cat fight.
1: I'm done with that. Down uh, with
2: O.P.P. <laughs> 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 Woo, gotta cut that out.
1: So this is a great, this is a great sequence, though, of of Arnold, you know, hanging from the runner on the uh, on the helicopter. Now, is it the stunt man Arnold, or is this Arnold? I, this is the stunt man, but it's really Jamie Lee Curtis.
2: Here's what pisses me off about this sequence, and one thing and one thing only: stuntman. No, it's okay. the fact of Jamie Lee Curtis. Who does this sequence on her birthday, decides to do her own stunt and hang off a helicopter while Arnold can't even do his own stunts in his own movie, but Jamie Lee Curtis can do her own stunts in her in this movie.
1: Jamie Lee Curtis is the Jackie Chan of action (laughs) movies. She does all her own stunts. She's known
2: for it. That pisses me off to no end. This is a fantastic sequence. I love it. It is excellent, and the fact that knowing she did this on her birthday just makes it that much better.
1: Yeah, he's hanging there. The bridge is out because, well, I just blew it up.
2: The bridge is out. (laughs) The bridge is out. Get to the chopper.
1: That's a great-looking shot, though, when he finally – I love – you know, she's getting hysterical because he has her hand for a second and then slips out, and she looks and sees that they are – barreling up under this bridge like at one point tia carrera sits up after she gets knocked out looks up and realizes like oh there's no point in doing anything because i'm about to die
2: right and, like, the, and the guys before this though they they were hanging off and the bird came and knocked them off which is the guy who had the <laughs> the battery issue uh, i you know setting that a little going right. back a little bit i love right. that that's what sets this up is yeah. that happening and then the fun begins but right. yeah she just looks up and like There's nothing I could do, which clearly they could have just moved to the front of the limo, moved the dead guy out of the way and hit the brakes.
1: But at this point, there is literally seconds left before they hit the gap. And this is not speed. They're not going to be able to jump the gap. (laughs) I'm sorry. I know a bus can, but this limo ain't going to do it. And I just love when, you know, she's just screaming hysterically and he just looks at her and Helen, grab my hand. You know, she's like, oh, and just boom. And it's
2: come on, baby.
1: is the car pretty much just falls out from underneath her. You know, it's just a beautiful shot from above, you know.
2: It is. It's a it's a very beautiful just faraway shot, close up shot, the way her face is screaming is is obviously real because it's really happening, which is just makes it that much, you know, more believable, of course, but it's it's a fantastic sequence shot. It's very energetic, uh, a lot of adrenaline in this sequence. And, uh, I mean, of course it all could have ended just four minutes earlier if they would have just stepped on the break, but th- what's the point of an action sequence, right? If you're,
1: I don't want to watch your action movies I build up to something. and will just hit the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so now we got Helen. Oh, and the nuke went off, right?
2: Are we talking Dark Knight Rises nuke? Or are we talking a different
1: nuke? Talking this nuke. The nuke goes off out over the ocean. Seven no miles
2: deal. away, we're okay.
1: Yeah, it's no problem. No, Whatever. is this
2: Indiana Jones nuke? No, or... no,
1: you can walk right out then. No problems. <laughs> it blow up right over your head.
2: We have a lot of nuke experiences. We have the nuke from Terminator 2. We have mm-hmm. the nuke from Indiana Jones. Yeah.
1: James Cameron loves nukes, man. It's true. So now is when the bad guys have Dana. And but, but luckily <laughs> Arnold knows how to fly a plane. It's like riding a bike, you never forget, you know. <laughs> I love my favorite line is when so Arnold's in this thing and he's trying to get and he's banging into cars with the plane trying to get a takeoff, and Tom Arnold's like, oh no, no, that's a that's a trademark tasker takeoff right there. <laughs> <laughs> that is phenomenal. <laughs> he's great, it's just he's so funny, man. Oh man! So so Arnold's he's going he's going to find his girl, right? Yep, it's time to go find Dana. Let's put an end to this. Let's find this bad guy that I've been chasing around for so much time. And how I, I'm trying to remember? Does he know now where they're holed up? How does he know? I'm trying to remember now how he knows where they are.
2: He knows the same way that the guys knew to go into the hotel room.
1: True <laughs> So he just flies right over to this <laughs> office building in the middle of town. <laughs> And proceeds to (laughs) pour hot lead into this building from his jet. Not like he's out there with an M16. He's pouring hot lead from his jet into this building. Basically cuts the building in half. It's not like there's innocent people in here or anything. He just cuts this. I mean, what if he was one floor off? What if he miscounted like either on the 16th floor and he actually starts mowing down the 15th floor? He's mowing down an insurance office instead of the bad guys.
2: <laughs> he's counted as he's gone up. He's like one,
1: two. Oh, three. I forgot to count the mezzanine as one. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh man. So good. So,
1: so he, this is, he He empties. This whole this whole <laughs> part of the building is decimated.
2: <laughs> this is it's been officially attacked by uh, the day after tomorrow tornado,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? And this is when now he gets Dana on the. <laughs> On the, on the hood of the plane, I guess. I don't
2: know <laughs> what you call it. No, Dana has taken the key. She's uh, She's gone up to— Oh, yes. Uh, and and she, by saying she's the running words— running from the terrace. You, she's got the key to the nuke. You stay away from me, you psycho. Uh, avenge, psycho is the word that pisses him off to no end.
1: Right, yeah. That, he's trying to be all sweet to her, woo her back to give me the key. Come on, girl. I'm not going to hurt you. Just give me the key. You psycho. Like, ooh, nobody calls me psycho. Now, it's kind of like Cullen— calling uh you know marty mcfly yellow
2: right and that high up you're gonna ask for help and everybody's gonna hear you of course
1: right yeah you're on the top of a crane on the top of a building and calling right. for help is gonna work
2: exactly i mean you should have rescue there in about oh seven minutes
1: yeah right well <laughs> luckily daddy's here to the rescue
2: right because dad and then it's and then at that point it's like Everything I thought about you just saved my life, Dad. I love you. Come on. <laughs> right. Okay, so here's the thing. All right, let's go. All right, so dude gets on the uh, gets on the jet, and it, mm-hmm. this is a real funny sequence. We have a guy trying to clean, uh, not hearing anything going on, which right. is real funny. But he decides he's going to shoot up the uh, you know the cockpit, and we yep. have broken glass. Now uh, we have Dana able to fall down. And she's holding on to the front of the jet. Yes. Where there's broken glass, mind you. Correct. Um.
1: Hmm. Not a problem.
2: Not not a problem.
1: Nope. No worries. Okay. She's got hands made out of Teflon.
2: Okay. So so logically this works. Okay.
1: Excellent. Yep. That's what I wanted Just to hear. No, no issues. The <laughs> fact that the fact that Arnold can swing a plane into a building, the back end of the plane into the building, it gets stuck in the building. And then just flies right out of it. There's no issue there. (laughs) Right. It's like the
2: shark in deep blue sea that swims backwards and then forward. Right.
1: No problem. No problem. Or
2: was that Jaws 3?
1: I don't ever want to talk about Jaws 3 (laughs) ever. So the bad guy is is, is climbing. He's He's about to kill Arnold and Dana, right? And Arnold tips... Tips the plane, tips the wings.
2: Now, Dana's got some strong hands here. She's been hanging on for dear life off that crane, and she finally gets to the jet. She's able to relax a little bit. She's got to hold on to some broken glass. You know, she's, you know, Eric Draven in the crow. She's healing Mm -hmm. up. It's all good. And Dad proceeds to say, hey, I'm going to take this little turn here, and you're going to have to hold on, or you're going to die. Oh, okay, Dad. Sure, no problem. No. And that's what happens. Uh, he decides to well it, before that, you know. Of course, he gets a little nut shot when he takes off, and the guy <laughs> goes to the back. Hilarious! But he just happens to fall off while shooting in the air, and he lands on a missile.
1: Right, his his <laughs> his gun belt gets caught on the missile.
2: You're fired.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is where Arnold. Fires a missile with a man (laughs) attached to
2: it. I can't wait to talk about Commando.
1: Through the skyscraper that he just cut in half and blows up a helicopter on the other side of the building. All of this in the middle of the city.
2: Now, did he use algebra to... Do wind mass and <laughs> and all this and that. I
1: did see him. I saw him lick his finger and stick it up in the air to judge where the wind was coming from. Oh, the wind is out of the east. He Interesting.
2: Did, he did some bay roof. Excellent.
1: All right. Yep. And then and then fires a missile with a terrorist attached to it to blow up another terrorist on the <laughs> other side of the building.
2: And Dana is still holding on to the front. He doesn't actually pull her into the back of the cockpit at all. I'm just no 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 no. Why that doesn't make any sense. It's
1: gonna just land with her, right? Hanging on it,
2: right? So he proceeds to land, and at that point, the nuke goes off. Um, but I will say, this is a fantastic kiss, it's a really
1: a good kiss. I agree, <laughs> fantastic. Oh man, Sarah. everybody's reunited, the family's together, we're all spies.
2: Yeah, one this,
1: year, one year later. It only this, takes
2: a year to be a spy. <laughs> no,
1: this leads to Mr. and Mrs. Smith.
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. This is the prequel to Mr. and Mrs. Smith where exactly. where Arnold gets a lot smaller, uh, and Mrs. Smith stays the same size. Exactly. Sure.
1: Yeah. Yep. It's the, it's a one-two punch.
2: Exactly. You watch this first, and then you watch Mr. And then Mrs. you understand Smith. what's going on. But there's amnesia at some point where Mr. Mr. S- Mr. And Mrs. Smith has to remember that each other are spy, right?
1: <laughs> right.
2: Um. But yeah, it took one year and Jamie Lee Curtis, less than a year, because there's multiple, uh, you know, multiple people know who she is when she goes in there. Nice to see you again, you know. So they've had plenty of missions together um yeah i i dude i want to be a spy in less than a year this is all good it increased my pay grade so
1: well it's kind of look being a top level clearance spy is kind of like a family business her husband's one so why can't she be one it's kind of like your dad owns a furniture store and he passes it on to you it's all the same thing now training
2: is a what a few couple classes
1: yeah, it's a couple of classes down at the community college. You know, couple a of, couple of three hour classes, and you're all set. It's Not a big deal.
2: All right, you don't need a uh, you know scholarship or nothing, right, for a community college. So no, yeah, it's no, all good. No
1: worries, no all right. worries.
2: So less than a year, I could be a, a hardcore spy. Awesome, <laughs> definitely. I'm excited
1: for you. Definitely.
2: Awesome, and then uh, we get the return of Simon. Still, mm-hmm. still hanging out with the chicks, trying to woo him over. And uh, he gets some lipstick up his uh, chin. Oh, God. And, you know, he proceeds to wet himself. Uh, and then we close out with some tangles, sir. Which, uh-huh. by the way, the tango in the beginning was awesome, but this one's even better.
1: So, it is. It's good.
2: Uh, and then, of course, we have good old Harry closing out the movie by, not Harry, but Tom Arnold pissed off about, I've been in the van for 15 years. Next time you get to be in the van. And, uh... I think that's the uh the end of the movie, sir.
1: Unless we have some deleted No, that's it. That's oh. it for me. Um I love Tom Arnold in this movie. I know what you said it, but man, I do, man. It's great. And I you know, I wasn't a huge fan of his beforehand, and it got me to watch some movies of his that I probably shouldn't have after that, because he he really st- you know, he like the stupids and big bully. Yeah. Like, just bad, but there's something about the chemistry between he and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and the, and I think it's because, you know, he's talked about it many times, that, you know, this really led to a friendship with Arnold in real life. Yeah. And, you know, all these rumors that kept coming out about a sequel, you know, of getting him and Arnold and James Cameron together to make True Lies too, which they've talked about a lot. in and- Forever. Yeah, they've just there was it was a good chemistry between the two of those. I really enjoyed him in this.
2: Now, the chemistry that really shocked me was the was the Arnold and Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, I did not think it was going to work and I I was flat out in love with their relationship. It it worked so well. It it was such the odd couple that it was just it was so brilliant like the Arnold and Tom uh you know tom arnold relationship was just perfect you know one two you know lethal weapon style you know whatever but the jamie lee curtis and arnold Schwarzenegger, you know chemistry feels like it wouldn't have worked but it was it worked so well it was shocking to me man just how excellent they were together so i mean how do you feel about the chemistry between those two since we're talking chemistry here
1: yeah no i agree it works great it works great you know and and I'm not a big fan of Jamie Lee Curtis, really. Um, you know, there's certain movies of hers that I like her in, but the, for the majority of of you know her filmography, it really doesn't do a whole lot for me. Um, Fair enough. You know, I just yeah, I don't think she's anything special as an actress. You know, she's she's good in certain things, but kind of it. It's probably bad to say, but kind of forgettable in a lot of things.
2: Yeah, or she she's limited. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd hate to say that Halloween is her best movie, but. I really would not, you know, really be offended if somebody had told me that. I, you know, because everybody's like, oh, trading places this, trading places that. But actually,
1: my favorite movie of hers, and this is gonna sound dumb, my favorite movie of hers is Freaky Friday. You know, for some <laughs> reason, she's great in that. I knew you were gonna say that. Really? I,
2: I did. I honestly knew you were gonna That's say a Freaky great Friday. Great movie. And you know, this is the that was the movie that we actually had a legitimate, you know, fun actress by uh, Lindsay Lohan who was still gorgeous looking before she decided to go all
1: your, your... before she looked, decided to look older than Jamie Lee Curtis does now. Yeah. (laughs) Terrible. What have you done?
2: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, I, you know, dude, I really got to know how you feel about this. Now, one thing about Jamie Lee Curtis, it's really cool that she is, she's aged on screen Naturally, You know, she's mm-hmm. not done any work or anything like that, which is really cool. You know, of course, she does all the yogurt stuff and everything. But it's really cool how, you know, she's let everybody know, hey, it's definitely cool to, you know, be yourself, be real. You know, I, I definitely enjoy that about her. Um, but this movie, sir, what's your rating, man? How, you know, where are you at with this film, man?
1: Um, My rating is... I, I had it at four stars before and I kind of feel like it didn't hold up as much as it, it was in my mind after such a long time. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm probably going to knock it down to three and a half, but it's a strong three and a half. Fair enough. Um, I really enjoy it.
2: Okay. So um, now obviously... You know, Terminator 2 was just a fantastic film that was solid from beginning to end. I mean, we've joked a lot about this movie, but, you know, that movie was definitely solid from top to bottom. Um, This movie, you know, it's definitely the there's a lot of over the top moments and stuff. Now, for me, you know, going into this, I was like, man, I love this movie, you know, but it's been a while. But I think I was like at uh, I was like. Is this movie a five? I could not remember. I honestly couldn't. I was like, because I remember loving it so much. But, man, I was just like, I think I'm at a strong four. Okay. Um, I hate to say it, man, but I am so taken out. Here's the thing. The action in this movie takes me out, and the comedy brings me in. Mm-hmm. I enjoy this movie for the comedy, for the action, I don't get Arnold, I get a stunt guy, and I'm sorry that just annoys annoys me to no end. I understand stunt guys, especially in these eighties movies and nineties movies. We see we see them in every movie that we talk about, but there's some that just go overboard with it. And for me, man, especially when you're just putting the camera like you just don't care. That really takes me out, man, especially if you're just trying to bring me into your world. You got to make it believable, you know. So I thought the action in this movie held up fantastic. But for me, it was the comedy. The comedy is five stars in this movie. I love it. it's, It's gold. I can watch the comedy portions of this movie. I wish it was just two hours of that but the action is just kind of as we've joked about it it just kind of becomes more ridiculous so i was at four and a half but kind of through this review i'm just like i'm at four four solid uh i'm not gonna go higher or lower i'm stuck there not it's not my favorite arnold movie uh it's it's not held up as well as uh, Terminator 2. I mean, I, and I, I know I can't put it on the same pedestal because Terminator 2 is considered one of the greatest movies of all time. It's great. But James Cameron, I don't know, man. I don't know if he was just trying to not work as hard on this one or something.
1: But I think, I mean, I, well, it was a different take on what he'd done. I mean, because really the, the parts that we really love are, you know, at least for me, is the Bill Paxton and the Tom Arnold, the comedy. Right, the action is. I mean, we've seen better action from both of these guys, from from James Cameron and from Arnold, especially together. Um, you know, but a lot like with Kindergarten Cop, I like that the the Arnold that you know we know and the, that is established. You know, he's established as he's he's Arnold. He's a badass, and that helps make him believable in that role, and yeah. and makes it fun when he's against type as. A regular guy. Yep. You know, and so that is the fun part about it is, you know, because you know what he is and like, oh, it's funny because he's not superhuman in this movie, you know? Right. Even though the, the death count's pretty good in this one. I was reading the body count is 71 in this movie. Wow. It's they, not bad. They got a website for body count. I, I stumbled across it last night. Awesome. Yep, 71 bodies.
2: While we're, look, while we're going through emails, can you look up Commando for me?
1: I would love to. Awesome.
2: So should we roll in, in here with the STL Nation SSA to say, sir?
1: Most deaf.
2: All right, let's do it. One shot,
1: everything rides on to
0: So
2: we have an email from Hurricane Andrew, and here's what he had to say. Dear Mike and Jameson, I'm looking forward to the upcoming Arnold movie reviews that you have planned. So am I, sir. I like True Lies a lot. It's funny, action-packed, and ridiculous. Everything you need for a great Arnold movie. I really like Tom Arnold in this movie, and of course, Jamie Lee Curtis. Luckily... This movie is on TV a lot, and I usually watch it when it's on. I never get tired of it. Favorite scene in the movie is when Arnie gets injected with truth serum, and he proceeds to tell everybody in the room how he's going to kill them, and then he does. Badass scene. Right. Not my favorite Arnold movie by far, but still a three and a half for me. A bit of news for you. My wife and I will be bringing a baby boy into the world in July. Yay! Hey! Got- Congratulations, sir. Congratulations. And we will be naming him after America's co-host, Jameson. No! So, okay, not really. I had the name picked out long before I found the show, but still, it's a cool name, except we will be spelling it with an E instead of an I, but the same pronunciation.
1: That's the way I wish my name would have been spelled.
2: So, question for you, Jameson. How do you like your name, and how has it treated you?
1: (laughs) Wow, interesting. Um, Growing up, I could not stand the name Jameson, um, and I... People that know me when I was young know me as Jamie. That's what I went by, and okay. uh, as I got older, I decided to go with Jameson, and now I love it. I think it's a great name. I I embrace it and I love it. I wish I would have spelled differently, but um, I I really dig it. And it's funny because I had gone 32 years without ever knowing another Jameson in my never met one in my entire life, and now within the last five years. I know six little kids that have my name. (laughs) It's pretty wild. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations, man. Excellent choice on a name. I'm assuming I'm the godfather. So, (laughs) hey, all good things to you and your family. man.
2: Awesome. Whatever I tell anybody what we're naming the baby, they almost always ask if I'm naming him after a brand of whiskey. Until next time, Hurricane Andrew.
1: Awesome.
2: So thank you, sir, for writing. Congratulations, sir. That is awesome. Good yes. times, man. Uh, we have uh, two more emails. Our first, our next one comes from uh, Jameson. It says, "What's the email address?"
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man, good times, sir. You always, you. you always keep it lively. And our final one, sir, comes from Time Traveling Peter. Here's what he had to say: Greetings, Mr. Jameson and the STL Nation. Here we are with another Arnold movie and boy does this one have a bunch of STL Lami's. Uh, of course, he's the STL dictionary. Arnold of course has been in the most has been in most of the STL eps compared to any other actor. Well that's awesome. Woohoo. All right. That's good times. Jamie Lee Curtis was in a few of the Halloween movies. Tom Arnold was in one of the year one of the later Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and Bill Paxton was also in Terminator and Commando. Good job, sir. This is also one of my favorites from Arnold and James Cameron or J Cam as I like to call him. <laughs> <laughs> this one however, I feel was was one of Arnold's worst acting. Okay. Not that he really, not that he's really good, but the man is just bad when it comes to emotion. Uh, Tom Arnold isn't too different from any of his other roles, but I do like him as a comedian. Uh, the guy has just great comedic timing and line delivery. I really like Jamie Lee Curtis in here, and Bill Paxton is just great as the sleaze ball. I don't think, um, I don't think Elijah Dushku wasn't bad, but I don't think she looks like her parents at all, uh, which she looks way better. than as an adult than she was as a kid, that's for sure. Uh, Tia Carrera, you know, cause some kids, you know, yeah. Tia, <laughs> Tia Carrera is always easy on the eyes, but I'm not a big fan of her. What? Th- right. I guess I guess you don't want to hear Wayne's World, sir. Does that doesn't mean I dislike her? I just never went out of any. What? Yeah, I just never went out to watch anything just because she was in it. Fair enough. She's the early '90s version of Kelly. Who? Kelly, who is awesome. I really enjoy Arnold and his version of James Bond. And with Arnold in this movie, uh, it also becomes kind of a buddy cop movie. What I love about this movie are the action scenes from the fist fight in the bathroom to the fight fighter plane shooting up the building at the end. It's just pure awesome, awesome action. Without it, I don't think it would be as good if it was just about Arnold playing his wife for having an affair. Wow, he's the complete opposite of me. That's funny. Which reminds me of the Jamie Lee striptease scene. There's no denying that she had a body of an 18-year-old. I always wondered what would actually happen if she never hit her husband with the phone. Uh, Would she have gone through with it? I'm sure had she opened her eyes and saw him there, it would have been different. I don't know. Uh, Nitpick, I suppose. Uh, Overall, it has great action and some funny scenes, so I give it a solid four. I don't love it, but I really like it a lot. So far, I'm really enjoying the episodes in 2014, and I think you guys did a great job on the Indiana Jones series. It had a lot of fun listening. Uh, I had a lot of fun listening to you guys banter. Uh, Bring on the rest of the year, and until the next episode, Time Traveling Peter. All right. Good job. Thank you, sir, for writing in. Thank you, everybody, for writing in. Good times. Yes. All right, sir, so should we get to uh, our next segment, What Movie Am I? Nope. Come on, I know you got something for me today, sir. No idea. All right, let's get to our next segment, What Movie Am I? Nobody steps on a church in my town! Okay, you people sit tight, hold the
1: fort, and keep the home fires burning, and if we're not back by dawn, call the president.
0: I shot him six times! I I shot him in the heart! Calculations are correct. When this baby hits eighty eight miles per hour. You're gonna see
2: some serious. I'm Batman. Nice go. Thanks. All right, sir, still, so the score is two to two, sir. Two to two. I'm excited, man, this is good time. So All right. um, I will go first
0: good. this time
2: and uh, remember if uh, if you miss it, obviously, you know, don't get mm-hmm. a you don't get a point. And if I miss it, I don't get a point, and we continue on with our no point two and two streak. So hopefully, one of us will get it and the other one won't, and we'll have a lead here. So oh,
1: I'm so nervous.
2: All right, here we go. Are you ready, right. sir?
1: I've seen this movie.
2: Yes, you have seen this movie. I guarantee
1: it. I guarantee it. Okay.
2: All right. In fact, we talked about it late last
1: year. All right, well, I got it.
2: Not a review. I don't need the hint. Not a review, but we did bring it up. Okay, so here we go. All right, so. We have this uh, we have this kid, Uh, not kid, teenager, got this teenager and uh, he is walking down the street and he is drunk, just came from a party and he's, you know, he's not running, just walking kind of, you know, nonchalant. And he looks down the street and he sees this cop trying to stop this guy from trying to shoot him. And he's like, what? What's going on? So he decides that he's going to get away, of course. So he decides he's going to turn. And he heads out into the middle of the street. Now this kid does? The teenager does? Yeah, the the teenager does. Okay. And uh, he's in this community uh, where the speed limit's 20 miles an hour. And he gets hit by a 60 mile an hour cop car, uh, slams into him. And uh, the dude gets killed. And uh, yeah, he gets set on fire. From the 60 mile an hour cop car slamming into him in a 20 mile an hour, um, you know, residential area. What movie am I? Holy
1: crap. All right. So he's walking down the street. He yeah. sees a cop trying to pull over a guy. No, he
2: He's a teenager. Just came from a party. He's, right. He's drunk and he's walking. Yeah. And he looks down the street and he sees this cop is trying to stop this guy from trying to kill him. He's Come got to kill him he, the, cop? The, the cop, the cop, the cop.
1: Has He's trying to stop the guy from killing who?
2: Okay, here's the thing. The cop has a guy with him. Oh, right? Okay. And the guy has a trench coat on, and he pulls out his gun, and he wants to shoot the kid walking down the street. And the <sighs> cop takes his gun. It's like, no, you can't do that. you know? And the guy's like, ah, I got to shoot him. I got to shoot him. And the guy that's drunk proceeds to walk across the street. And when he walks across the street, he gets slammed by another cop car going 60 miles an hour in a twenty. <sighs> And he gets set on fire.
1: Oh man,
2: this sounds so familiar. You have the scene in your head, sir.
1: Oh, I can see it. It looks so familiar to me. The, that last explanation, yeah that, yeah, that that.
2: And and the teenager doesn't actually run; he just walks. So, let me know oh, if you need any clues, sir. You get one clue, oh, so. Man. All right. Um. All
1: right, give me the clue.
2: He's wearing a mask. Oh crap! All right. And the re and the reason he's wearing a mask, and that's why the other guy wants to shoot him, is because he's wearing a mask.
1: Dude, I'm gonna kick myself. This is. I th-
2: I figured this clue would give it away, sir. He's
1: wearing a mask.
2: The teenage guy just so, came. So from-
1: so the it is the movie is so let me set it up for you oh.
2: the teenage guy yeah. just left the party and he's gotcha. drunk he's got a mask on he's walking down the street he looks down the street and this guy pulls out a gun he's going to shoot him because of the mask he's wearing yes the, so the movie's thinks- halloween
1: no no i don't know
2: is that your final answer sir <laughs> that's
1: my final answer
2: it's halloween 2 <laughs> It was Ben Tramer Ben Chamber had a Michael Myers mask Walking down the street And Dr. Loomis pulls out his gun he's gonna smoke. I knew it
1: was Dr. Loomis And then he
2: gets smoked by the two cop cars To the cop going 60 out of 20 And he slams him into a truck And he explodes oh, man. And they had to identify him by his dental record This is ridiculous then You said Halloween But you were you didn't say Halloween too
1: oh. These technicalities
2: I t- all right. I, no point sir
1: no point there
2: I told you it's a movie you know I, yeah I gotta trip up the words so I don't give it away so
1: all right all right my turn <sighs> yep all right I hope you haven't seen this movie all right wait you uh, hope I haven't seen the movie yeah 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 that'll make it easier to stump you <laughs> uh. <laughs> let's see okay so the scene opens um, in a bathroom. There's a gentleman standing in the bathroom at the at the uh, sink in only his underwear. He's kind of staring into the mirror. looks looks kind of distraught. He's splashing some water on his face. Oh my God. Um, kind of just he he he, he can tell you can tell that something's wrong. He's sad. There's something not right. Um, a gentleman walks into the bathroom. Uh, a mentor of his uh older gentleman walks into the bathroom gives him some encouraging words to uh motivate him he walks out the uh the gentleman standing in his tidy whiteies looks into the mirror and kind of stares at himself in the face and decides he's got to go on with life he's he he's he's lost a loved one you find out the 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 mentor that comes in tells him that he's lost a loved one and uh He's, he's got to keep going. What movie am I?
2: Oh, man, I have this tidy whitey mirror scene in my head. All right, give me my clue.
1: Oh, I don't have a clue. All right, let me think. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. So, the guy knew that his loved one had already passed away when his mentor came in to give him the news. He told him, your loved one is gone. He says, I know. And he gives him a little inspirational speech. And following this scene, the guy in the underwear has to go and meet his loved one's wife. What movie am I?
2: Some reason I have outsiders in my head. I know this is wrong.
1: Okay.
2: Oh, Tidy Whities. Oh, my gosh.
1: I like where your head's at.
2: Oh, is this... Is this Patrick Swayze opening the door, talking to uh, Pony Boy about uh, Ralph Macho getting, you know, burned alive?
1: Now, is this your guess?
2: Final answer: The Outsiders.
1: No. Damn it. I'm sorry. Damn it. But it did involve one of the actors from that movie. Oh. The movie in question is Top Gun.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: Mhm.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's about yeah.
1: I know. Yep. It's yep. For, Tom Scare comes in and says yeah. Goose is yeah. dead. He goes, "I know.
2: I should have known that, man." Oh. <laughs> 2 and 2, man. 2 Love and it. 2. Wow. We're getting creative with these son. And I like it. and they were two easy movies that everybody's seen, but we twist up the words a little bit. <laughs> All right, sir. Let's get into uh let's get in the music spotlight, sir. All right. Let's do it. All right, sir. So here is the thing with the music spotlight. Uh, I have a really good one. It's a really excellent song, but most people haven't heard this unless you're a gamer. But, however, you have said you've played this game, so um, this oh. is really cool. You know, last week I kind of trashed on some Need for Speed, uh, which, you know, rightfully so. I don't I think it's going to be a trashy movie. But anyways, we did say that uh, the video game series is super, super fun, right? Sure. So there is a certain song that is inside the Need for Speed on Need for Speed Underground called Broken Promises, which kind of goes with the title, True Lies, Broken Promises. There you go. Uh-huh. It's by Element 80. I don't know if you ever heard this band, but this song is awesome. I kid you not. Every time this song came on, I would win every race. This is an awesome rock and roll song, man. I love it. You're going to do it. It is so amazing. And I... It was on the soundtrack, I got it, and I fell in love with this song. I've listened to it hundreds of times, and I thought, uh, you know, to give Need for Speed the game some love, I'm going to play some Need for Speed soundtrack, Broken Promises, which also goes with some True Lies titles.
1: I'm picturing you in your car, this song comes on, next thing you know, you're you're ripping around turns. You got it, Don. Oh, uh man, I can totally see it. You got it, son. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh man so sir i had uh, a blast on this train wreck of an episode man it was a good time oh
1: this was awesome i don't envy your editing oh
2: i think i am going to release it mostly intact. I, I don't know man <laughs> gutsy i know <laughs> yeah, it's man guts. But the STL Nation, they, they like that crap. So I don't know, man. Maybe. <laughs> you named
1: it. I didn't.
2: <laughs> oh, man. So uh, if you want to write in, please do so. STLpodcast at gmail.com. That's, that's the, the
1: pot That's the email address <laughs> if you don't know it.
2: And uh, you, sir, uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to your upcoming stuff. What you got planned down the, uh, the pipeline, sir?
1: Um, let's see, over at Movie Mojo Monthly, we will be uh, discussing some movies soon and kind of uh, recapping some quick little Oscar tidbits and talking about some movies, um, hopefully soon. And let's see, Real Films Podcast, we just released our episode about the documentary The Imposter, which yeah. is- which, uh, we're getting some nice feedback, and, and as we say in the opening of the episode, go watch the movie before you listen to us, because we will ruin a great movie for you if you listen to that first. So, uh, as much as I want people to go listen right away, see the movie, listen to me and Jason talk about it. It was really fun. Um, Yeah, that's what we got going on. Our next one, I'm not sure, it's up in the air. We kind of are leaving it up to the, uh, to the listeners to help guide us where they want us to go with our, our next movie, so...
2: Awesome, man. Yeah. Looking forward to it, man. Uh, got a new iTunes review on STL. Oh, yeah? It just says, The Best Podcast by Mick Rue 78 The This podcast is the best.
1: Woo! That's it, wow. man. They've listened very much. short and to the point. Woo-hoo. They've listened to one podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> so, sir, um, our next episode, man, are we doing some uh, quick change or are we doing some dumb and dumber? Hmm. Now, Dumb and Dumber is obviously more accessible, and Quick Change people have to look for. But Quick Change, man, I- I'm so looking forward to talking this movie because we've been I say
1: we jump right into Quick Change. All right, you got a week to find it, people. Yeah, it's well worth your time.
2: Just it's Bill Murray. Go look for it in that dark alley. Some Quick Change, Randy Quaid, Gina Davis, Bill yeah. Murray.
1: Jason Robards, oh, it's so- oh,
2: it's gonna be so good, man. I I have not seen this in years, man. I all I have is the end sequence with the bus in my head. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I'm. Yeah, looking. Tony Shalhoub is in it. Yeah. Woo hoo! Going to be awesome, man. So if you guys want to write in for that, please do so. Don't forget to check out all the other shows. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed the Hoobastank Avril Levine episode. I got some feedback that the double feature worked well. And they enjoyed it, made them like both artists because of the way I put it together. So thank you for the feedback. That was the whole intention. I don't know, sir, if you listened to it yet, but that's I kind of did it for you, sir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, I know you're not a big Avril fan, but by the not end, not even of the a ep- little one. Yeah. Hopefully, by the end, you'll like her just a little bit. You know. All so right. You like Hoobastink, think though, right, sir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good times. Uh, Flyleaf, go check that out over at STL Podcast Presents. Make some noise. I got a top twenty of that episode. Uh, shadowy Flight. If you like Knight Rider, go check that out. Um, wrestling, Face versus Heel. Go to stlpodcast.com and download that link. And I think that's all of our shows, sir. Am I correct?
1: That sounds right to me.
2: You were on the 200th episode of Flix for Robocop. That, <laughs> that was fun. That was super cool. So yeah. go go check that out. And, uh, dude, I'm looking forward to next week. Man, when we do some uh, quick change, man, it's going to be yes, good
1: times, man. So Definitely.
2: All right, well, you guys have a good one. Sorry for this train wreck of an episode, but I hope you had a good couple laughs. And uh, we will catch you next week. So you guys have a good one. Take care. Masuna All right, so Fox revealed the Gotham logo and the official synopsis today, sir. All right. Uh, the, um, you know, the logo looks pretty cool. Obviously, it's a big picture of Gotham, but it's kind of cool, man. I kind of dig it. But here is basically the synopsis, which is very, very long, and I'm not going to read this after all. So we are going <laughs> to cut that out. Uh Let me see here. Jeez. Gotham is an origin story of the great DC supervillains and vigilantes. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm going to cut this out. (laughs) (laughs) Reading words. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. But uh, So we'll skip Gotham. Forget
1: that. Yeah. Gotham
0: never happened. Yeah. Let me think about it. Hoard it for me for a day, okay? Hey, because it's you.
2: Harley Quinn, I think, is going to be an arrow, sir. I saw a picture of her in the previews coming up in Arrow, man. And mm. I'm pretty pumped, man. The way that Arrow is handling the DC characters, man, is fantastic. I don't know if you saw my picture the other day where it had uh, uh, had Robert Downey Jr. doing the, you know, instead of We Have a Hulk, he says, we have Agents mm-hmm. of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then we had uh, Superman say, we have Arrow. And then you just see him all pissed off at the bottom. I thought it was funny, so wow this is
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna leave you hanging. this is
2: <laughs> terrible man
1: uh, man see this is the way this this is the way I go without getting cut out I just don't say anything <laughs> <laughs> that don't sound like a horse's ass
2: <laughs> oh man this is so good man so good all right uh what is in it? three two one
0: <laughs> let me think about it for me for a day, okay? Hey, because it's you. Uh,
2: but I am kind of disappointed on...
0: Mike, are you there?
2: Mike. S- Sorry, there. man, my... where go? Hold on. I hey. got to go
1: scream. Hold on. The temper on this guy, I tell you what. I'm just going to watch some Puddles the Clown videos, I guess. All right. That's so the way this party's going to be.
2: <sighs> Dude. Oh, are you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm here, man. I'm sorry, man. It's turning into a train wreck, dude. I'm sorry. Is so, everything
1: okay? Are people puking? Did you know spend 15 time? <laughs> I was just watching videos while you were what going. What the hell? So, it's fine. I was just watching some videos while you were gone. <laughs> I thought I had time.
2: Oh, man. So anyways, as I was saying.
0: Let me think about it. Hoard it for me for a day, okay? Hey, because it's you.
2: Yeah, you saw how he had hundreds of fans doing you know, the Yes Chan and how you have to make me into the main event in WrestleMania. I thought that was very cool. You heard about this, right? I did. Yeah, it's very fun. So I guess we'll cut that too because that was terrible. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this podcast is getting shorter and shorter.
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Woo! All right. This is a
1: trade wreck of an episode, 45 sir. 45 minutes for the content, and we got nothing. <laughs>
0: Let me think about it. Hoard it for me for a day, okay? Hey, because it's you.
2: I, you know, Charleston Heston, he's like, what, in this four minutes tops? And, man, yeah. he's awesome, dude. His lines are just so great. You know, this would be great if you could just give me some evidence. Mm-hmm. So, uh, now, leaving the security portion. Uh, hold on.
1: jeez. Oh my gosh.
2: Sorry, I can't read my notes here. Give me a second.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm used to working with professionals, this is ridiculous. Oh, let me think about it.
0: Hoard it for me for a day, okay? Hey, because it's you,
2: and we get to see. Oh, my gosh, dude, my microphone just fell. Oh, now I got a dent
1: in it. Oh, my lord, oh, holy crap, it's, things are falling apart today. <laughs> Literally. Like, and wow,
2: this is terrible. You
1: are gonna have some sweet editing. To I do feel on
2: like this. I'm a movie mojo monthly right now.
1: Holy cow! <laughs> this is
2: terrible. Okay, oh, what was I just saying?
1: Uh, it's about Tia Carrera. Okay,
2: so Tia,
0: <laughs> so Tia Carrera. Let me think about it. Hoard it for me for a day, okay? Hey, because it's you. <sighs>
2: <laughs> wow. I've got a lot of editing to do on this episode. Holy shnikes. And Charlie's messaging me. You don't know the email address by now? Well, you're not getting it, Fool. You're out. You're done. I'm sorry. Goodbye. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs>